That I prefer. But you give me the y'all. Try to keep it in one move? No, sir. No, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Oh, I should have known that we were recording. I'm not a fan. Yeah, we're recording. Of you and your whole system, right? You do a lot of things that I just don't like. I like that. I like the Tower of, of oh, okay. Baba. I call it the Tower of Baba. Because for little Baba. And I have nothing but great things to say about little Baba. You, oh, on, you on the other hand, sir. Yeah. I guess you just reminded me, I sent you this clip. Did I send it to you? The Spider-Man guy with the Confederate flag? No. <laughs> I'll send no, it to you. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I just saw it tonight. I'll send it to you. So you're gonna send me something else racist that you want? My opinion? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's, just, it's not racist. It's just a. Spider- is, it, is it a you mad? Is it a Darius? No, it's from my my channel five guy. Your four chan guy? No, not four chan. Channel five. Sending it now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm sending it right now. You know we have a podcast to do, right? Yes, I'm waiting for you to do the intro. This is the intro. The, the intro to the intro. Back at it again, like we never left. Coke and dank. Dank and coke. They're going to want to see, the people are going to want to see what the clip is now. We are the Lethal Weapons. Hey, dank. Hey, coke. Why couldn't the Mexican use his bow? (laughs) Why couldn't the Mexican use his bow? He didn't have an arrow. <laughs> I like half remembered it when you were telling it. Yeah, yeah, see so the smile, you're like, wait yeah, a second, like, I know this. This is good. This is good. So I used that from a previous episode uh, that we did about, man, so long ago. So long ago. Hawkeye on My Life is a Weapon. That was our 20th episode, our second ever ARC analysis from July 2019. God damn. And we're 74 episodes in and you're already reusing material? Yeah, so, I reused that joke. Yeah, it's not a good time, buddy. It's not a good time. Well, that's because I heard it and I was like, this deserves to be. <laughs> it's funny. This deserves to to live on in the pantheon of Comic Patrol. So we got a pantheon now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been playing God of War, so it's like it's just like that, you know. We got an ethos. In, yeah, no. stuck in my head. It's stuck in my head. You want to give um, me a ranking on that too? <laughs> you want to throw that out there? You want to squeeze some extra extra ish in this? You want to stretch? You want what? You want to stretch some? What? What did you say? <laughs> you want to squeeze some extra ish on are this? You, are you talking dirty to me on the mic? Um, Listen, you hug, you hug, hug bugger. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't say what I want to say fully, but I'm trying to squeeze huggies into. The, oh, the hug. <laughs> you hudge, hudge bugger, hudge fugger, fudge hugger. There we go. You fudge hugger. hugger. I hug poo poo. Is that the idea? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if anything, the Tower of Baba hugs poo poo. Yeah, oh, <laughs> damn, that was good. That was that, good. That was, that was good. It took us like three minutes to get there. <laughs> that impressed me. That one impressed me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. The Tower of Baba, by the way, you guys can't see it. The four of you listening, but it's a stack of Pampers and Huggies 
diaper boxes. Half of them are empty. And we use them to like store clothes. The thing is, he's such a kid about it that like they're not just like laid out there. He stacked them, right? Stacked like, them. Like, <laughs> like he's got the Lego mind. Like that's what I would. I would have fun. There'd be a fort. Like he's building something. It looks like something is in the process of being built. Yeah, I just. Well, I have a stack. I have a, a <laughs> collection in there that I have like stored away, but it's just a mess. And you know, whatever. Okay, this is what you gotta look at. You stack huggies like. Racks on racks on racks. No, I was gonna say like Clint carries quills and his arrows. Ah, see, <laughs> this quiver. You can, yeah, you can edit that out. It's, it's gonna make. No, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I'm leaving you that can, in. You made that cut. But yeah, we we wanted to shine a spotlight on one of our favorite, at least one of my favorite. Your favorite, yeah. And you made me a, a fan. I, I, very, just, I, just, I like to include you in there into things. It's one of my favorite. Uh, I'm not your sidekick, eh? This is a 50 50 <laughs> venture. You're my <laughs> pizza dog. Yeah, fine. That I will accept. He's amazing. <laughs> He's not get his own issue. Can I be yeah. hot guy? The guy that says hot guy? <laughs> oh, the, um, what's his name? Grills? Grills, yeah. Yeah, hot Grills. guy. No, you mean like hot eye or hot no, guy? No. Yeah, like hot, in Mash. Hot guy. Yeah, like Mash. Hot guy. <laughs> yeah, but okay, but hot guy? <laughs> yeah, hot guy. Guy? Hot guy. Okay. Um, we wanted to we wanted to bring this back around because we covered this entire run through Arkanalysis. We did Arkanalysis number two was Hawkeye My Life is a Weapon. Arkanalysis twenty four was our was Hawkeye Little Hits. Arkanalysis number twenty eight was Hawkeye LA Woman. And Arkanalysis number thirty four was Hawkeye Rio Bravo. Those are all four arcs of this wonderful run by Matt Fraction, David Aja, and a few other artists. I can't think of the top of my head right there's now. There's so many of them. But those there's so many because a lot of them did the Kate Bishop stories and things like that. But they're the main ones. Matt Fraction, David Aja. I never know if it's Aha or Aja and I don't and I say it different every single time. They know how I feel when I read IMDB lists. Yeah. Yeah you're great at those. Uh but yeah all twenty two issues are covered across our um arc analysis arc analysis series so we're like arc you know what? let's let's our, damn that was good again let's let's collide them together make one big episode so the four of you listening can can have it all all at once the four of you could re-listen to episodes you've already listened to <laughs> well i don't know <laughs> in a longer know. form episode yeah. yeah because it's almost christmas so we have things to do so yeah we have things to do <laughs> we have things to do Oh, we did this with Jean-Claude Van Damme already, right? We, Listen, we put a new. We will never knock the Jean-Claude Van six pack. That's the only way to listen to those all together because it is madness and amazing, madness. and we're doing more because why would why wouldn't we watch more movies? Why wouldn't we? Um, but I yeah. like how I like how our episodes turn into promo episodes for other things that we're going to do. That's what we and, do. This is what we do. We have to... and not what we're talking about in this we specific just, episode. We sell ourselves, dang. We, we are the sell. we are the tower of huggies. Listen, we're good at doing this. We're horrible at advertising. <laughs> hey, man, follow us on Twitter, and we have a Gmail if you want to send us questions. Uh, questions, concerns, thoughts, answers, things that you want to hear us talk about, things that we should be talking about. Um, Not ideas, though. Don't, don't send us ideas. I don't you can send ideas. us ideas. We won't. I will listen you. to them. Um, we've got a Google page of like. 16 pages now of just stuff we have to do. Suggestions I'll listen to, ideas I won't. You guys figure the difference. Listen, we just want to know you exist and you're listening. That's amazing. So let's plug those socials because we only said that we had them. We didn't actually tell them what they were. Yeah. 
all the soft cheese and new meats, you guys can figure out what you are. We haven't said that in a long time. But those, those we've been saying, and that's the weird thing. We've been calling each other that for the longest. Um, comic underscore patrol at Twitter. That's how to find us there. Comic patrol pod at gmail.com. Again, okay. you, you talked about where we're kind of lacking in our podcast <laughs> game. It's promotions. <laughs> so if I don't know the email, I doubt they know the email. Yeah. But that's a uh, comic patrol pod at gmail.com. Let us know. Send us uh, anything. Just not send dick pics. It, send, yeah, we don't want that. No. Why, why did you even put that out there? You put that I on said, one of the. Because I said send anything. Yeah. I said send anything, and then I was like, wait a second. Let's well, not. I don't we want like, this. We like boobs. Send the boobs are okay. Yeah, boob pics are fine. Enjoy this compilation. We feel like this is the best setup for, if you haven't watched, the Disney Plus MCU Hawkeye series. You can see a lot of touch tones from this one series into that TV show. We also did a review of that worth checking out. But this is the one of the comics that we just stuck with. And now you can listen to it all together. Shut up and enjoy. So we're doing this segment we've done once before. This is the second time we're doing it. So Is it? Yeah, it's the second time because we did one before. Clearly, like, I, not a sink? clearly, I listen to our podcast. No, you don't. I do, but you know how hard it is to listen <laughs> to us back to back to back to back? I edit it. I know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's rough. I've, I've edited a few in like one day, and I'm like, no uh, more yeah, yeah, of these yeah. it, it's, irritating voices. It's rough in the best possible way because you enjoy the conversation. You remember all these funny things that you said, but you can't stand the sound of Coke's voice. I hate it. I yeah. hate I hate Coke my has voice. the worst. I hate voice. it. I was throwing you under the bus. Like, that's fine. Like, like I don't. You, let... you got a good radio voice. I, I, have do, a I don't. I get a, voice. I, honestly, I get annoyed with mine too. It's just hearing <laughs> myself and you repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. Does anybody like the sound of their own voice on audio recording? I mean, like that's again. Subscribe and uh, join. Like, I really hate. Join mine. our Patreon and our <laughs> iTunes and our Twitter. Like we want you to listen, but um, pace yourself. That's... We have so much stuff. But again, pace yourself. There are different ways you can hear us and like read us and listen to us. Maybe you don't have to edit us the way that we have to edit us. But we're back again. Yeah, we're back again at, with an arc analysis. So a little different than what we typically do. Yeah. But uh, yeah. given that we've entered this world of comic books, we'd be doing ourselves a discredit if we didn't actually dip into comic books. Right. So, and so we're focusing uh, today on... The 2012 Hawkeye My Life as a Weapon arc, which right. is the first, that's the name of the arc, but it stretches five issues, the one to five. Right. 2012, written by Matt Fraction, drawn by David Asia. I never know how to say it. Asia or. You say what you Aha. want. If he, do, I, I, if he doesn't like it, he'll let us know. Yeah, David Asia. Give let's, him the Twitter. Let's say, let's say Asia. Let's say Asia. Asia, if you don't Asia. like what we're saying, you can get us at Twitter. No, we yet. Asia, you don't like what we're saying, you can get us at. It helps if you know how he could get at us to properly pronounce his name. But so stupid. Well, you know. So dumb. Anyways. In addition to that. Okay. <laughs> you being dumb. Yeah, so. Uh, so, what did you think of it? We're just going straight into. Do you want to just kind of give. Yeah, because it's a new thing. And obviously, it comes with a whole new set of rules. It's not just, oh, we like this, or we saw, we watched this, and we thought of this. This is something like right, we so read, and with comic books, this is kind of how we all, just a brief kind of synopsis yeah, of how we quick, got it. No, not even synopsis, just your thoughts on it. Like, what, we want to... Oh, I was just, I was talking about, like, how we got into comic books. Oh, so yeah, I just, a, a nice little break, like, that's 
kind of how we all introduced ourselves into this world of superheroes, comic books, and just the fact that you got this kind of colorful, tiny little book that you flip pages and start reading stories that you never thought you would read. It's fucking amazing. So yeah. the fact that we're several decades later from that uh, initial start where we started with comic books and still finding better stories and like engaging stories and uh, different ways of artwork to be portrayed and just a whole amalgamation of things and experiences through pages is amazing, right? Like the fact that we can still find comic books and still find a love and a want to read going to this specific comic book is fucking amazing, right? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. After that long rant, uh, it's about Hawkeye, who really doesn't get a lot of uh, shine being in an Avengers, and fair enough, uh, he wouldn't just being a guy that throws arrows, but under he understands that more than anybody else. Yeah, and even, even the tagline at the beginning is like, you know, he's part of the Avengers. But yeah, and... This is what he's doing when he's not being an Avenger. So, like, e- <laughs> so, even that. So, the fact that he's just a mortal man. With fine. no powers. We we get that amongst the Avengers. You've got to kind of have to be, like, lucky or really skillful to, like, hang your, your own hat. But what do you do on those days off? When you're still a mortal man and you're not walking around like Captain America or uh, uh, Iron Man where everyone's recognizing you. You're just kind of everyday man. Yeah, Clint, old, good old Clint Barton. That's where the story <laughs> starts and it, it's fucking amazing, right? For Clint uh, Barton, this is such a great story to kind of unfold who this man is and how he's been living his life to this point and when so i read it back when it for like i read it on launch when it was when it was first coming out in 2012 because that was around the same time i got back into comics right um and i just picked it up because i thought the artwork looked really cool i was like this looks fucking cool like it and it is it's it's amazing yeah uh it fits the tone perfectly but i i got vibrant yeah yeah and I, but I got it, Shades and it's almost purple. minimal too, right? Yeah, like, there's yeah, a lot of purple, but it's very minimal. But it just it suits the tone of the comic so well, and it suits his personality. Yeah, but I got it, and I was just I was reading it, and I've never been a huge Hawkeye fan, but I like Matt Fraction. Um, so I'm reading it. I'm like, this is great because at the same time I'm reading uh, like the New Avengers, like the Illuminati stuff right. uh, when they were doing that. Uh, I think I think Dark Side War was out for the Justice League too. So I was reading all these big, big so crazy stories. stories. Yeah, huge arcs that are taking over the entire landscape yeah. of the universe. And this one was just so minimal. self-contained yeah. and minimal and just great. It was like just a, a breath day, of, it was like a day nice, in the life of... Yeah. yeah they just so you read these big Avenger stories and multidimensional shit and then you read this Hawkeye stuff just, you know, in his apartment. And I'm like, this is yeah, great. Yeah, day-to-day what he has to deal with. <laughs> and it's tonally, it's so on point for what you want Clint Barton to be. And the fact that you find out this is kind of who he is, is refreshing and still hilarious. And, like, makes you respect him more because the fact that he doesn't have a crutch of being a gamma mutant or uh, a god from uh, another dimension to like hang his hat on he's got to fucking kind of keep working to like stay up with everybody yeah. and, it's, and, and he's, all, cool. he's always getting beat up <laughs> always but like in the best possible it's way great. and there's a moment in this kind of arc where it for me kind of paralleled John Wick like oh, with the dog. There's some dog yeah. stuff, and then there's like these fucking uh, Russian dudes, like, hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. Hey, I can't read it. Hey, bro. And then they're, they're just beating up him and the dog. I was yeah. like, there's a reason I like this, right? Yeah. And he's just a shooter, right? He's yeah. just like, man, I'm just trying to get this dog. It's not even my dog. I'm just trying to help this dog out. Well, that sounds cool, right? That first issue opens up, because we can go issue to issue, just kind of give full spoilers, but who cares? If you listen to this, 
you know that we like spoiling everything. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about it. Uh, yeah, the beginning is like two timelines, right? It right. seems like that when you first open it because it's the first page. Yeah, that's that's one of the weird kind of refreshing things about it. It doesn't tell you when it jumps from time to time. You just have to catch up to be like, okay, wait, that yeah. happened in the past. He's in the hospital, but now he doesn't have bandages yeah, on his yeah, face. Yeah. Now, yeah. So it, it trusts the reader to be to catch up as opposed to other comics will say uh, before 1989 and this is 1991 or present day this doesn't do it this really just tells you where the setting is yeah and he's bouncing all around in and his the, life and the intro pages for I think all five of the issues I'm pretty sure all five four at least no all five of them uh, okay this looks bad right this looks really bad that's right. how that's how everyone so he's yeah. in a situation where he's like falling out of a window or he's yeah, <laughs> in the uh, hospital hand, beat up. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah getting this, and then it kind of breaks down how it happened in not Car not a chase. not a chronological way it'll it'll piece it together for you bit by bit and you piece the story together afterwards, yeah right? there, there's a sorry to jump around but i think in like issue three where it's the car chase he That's talks what, about I like love that one where he oh. talks about like the eight ways that he went he went wrong nine yeah nine, nine ways, ways yeah. and like they'll keep he'll, uh, ever so often you'll just see five yeah. and they'll, they'll introduce that <laughs> scene of like this is the fifth way that i it's, went wrong it's four this is the fourth way that i went, and like it builds to the, the the natural way that he went wrong which was just Finding the girl, essentially. It's so well written. It, like, it's, yeah. it's really, it's, it's so really well, well done for this character. I don't see Captain America kind of navigating this world the same no, way. No, absolutely not. No. Uh, Bruce Banner couldn't do this. Like, there are only certain stories that certain characters can kind of hold. And this one uh, even has nods to uh, his past, because it has Swordsman as yes. one yeah. of the first villains. Yeah. And there's that whole kind of um, back and forth where he's like, yo, we're st like. Again, spoilers. Uh, Swordsman's like we're we're th we're stealing from thieves. Yeah, yeah, there's a code. He's like, fuck your code. Yeah, right? like yeah. You're, fuck you. Like I'm still yeah. an Avenger. I'm still yeah. gonna stop when I see uh, shit that's wrong. So, and it's 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 genuinely funny. Like the comic mm -hmm. is is that it's it's not a comedy comic, but it's it's funny. Comedy comic, a comedic comic, but it's funny. It's, it's really it, funny. It, it's because they understand the character of Clint. So yeah, Clint is super flawed and super fractured. It's just so like sarcastically. Super dry. has a <laughs> super has a chip. Like, like this is the guy with the biggest chip in the shoulder, but still manages to get laid in the comic book. Yeah, and yeah. kind of like his his partner in this book, Kate Bishop, is he kind of like starts this whole little romantic thing with her too. Um, so like he seems to be progressing. He's like a what's the word? He's kind of like a schmuck, but the best version of it. Like he's so he's, lovable. Dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like down <laughs> on himself, but because of that, he finds a way to just keep uh, exceeding expectations and moving through and kind of winning the situations that he has no reason to win. Like he up against like four goons in a veterinary hospital, and like yo, you can't fucking kick a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He starts beating up fucking goons and then buys a, a apartment building from them. <laughs> Yeah. Like, there are things that shouldn't yeah, well, make sense, but because well, he That's is the story, is. right? It pieces the story together, and the the Russian mob guys who own his apartment, his apartment the apartment he lives in, right. are deciding to triple the rent okay. on everybody else, right? And they're like, Clint, you can't do this. And he's like, well, I, that's one real, thing I do. Real life have. shit, too. Yeah. yeah. One thing about being an Avenger is I got money. Right. So he finds the... The yeah, underground hey, casino. Hey, bro, hey, bro. <laughs> and goes, that, oh, that was I, great. It's like, oh. I saw it was a casino. <laughs> yeah, he's overdressed to show up to yeah. a, the back of a Chinese uh, <laughs> yeah. restaurant where it's just a whole bunch of guys in, like, aprons and, like, uh, just, uh, just suits and stuff. Yeah. yeah, just dealing. It's like, oh. You're in the wrong room, bro. The, the, he constantly says I'm overdressed or, like, I stick out, like, a sore thumb yeah. in places that he enters, which, yeah. like, his, his, his inner commentary is probably what makes this the best 
Uh, oh, it's great. Oh, he's always so. Like, he's always so. He's. That's why I like. He's, he's um, self-deprecating and still like, uh, like cheering himself on too. He's yeah. like, oh, it could only happen this way, right? He's like the lovable vagabond. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. Like rolling. Well, he's a life. hero, right? He's he's got great intentions. He means well, but he's he's so rough around the edges. That yeah. <laughs> he's not an anti-hero. No, not at all. But he's so close to that. Like he yeah. can slip yeah. just like that. Well, that's why I liked. Uh, you remember Agent of Ultron? Uh, when. Was it Jerry when Jerry Renner so Hawkeye was with um, Quicksilver? Okay. Quicksilver ran away. Because I'll just you know, I'll I'll just walk. I'll I'll just walk. Yeah, yeah. That reminded me of, the, of this of comic. This, yeah. this version. It was of very tall right? of yeah. who Clint Barton okay. is. Right? I'll shoot you in the back. Okay. He completely understands that. Yeah. This is a team I shouldn't make it on, but I'm on, so I'm going to prove myself yeah. being on it. Yeah. I yeah. just and then he's like, ultimately, I deserve to be on this team, but again, these guys are fucking assholes because they have superpowers and I don't. So fuck you, boomerang. Do you want to go through like all the issues, or you just want to talk? Well, let's go. I think we go we, we've been bouncing around. We've been bouncing all yeah. uh, like, First issue again. You were starting off with uh, the two timelines are different. So one, he's in a hospital, or one, he brings the he's leaving a hospital. Right. Remember, he's just he just got checked out. He's in a wheelchair. And he yep. kicks the wheel in the traffic. And <laughs> yeah, for my next trick. Yeah, and, and the fucking uh, and the orderly's like, like, "What the fuck? That's my wheelchair. That costs money." Still here. And he's like, "Bill me. <laughs> I'm an Avenger. Yeah. Gets in." And so then the, he hops the cap. <laughs> so yeah, right, right on that line or that panel, you get who he is. He's, yeah. He he gets he's uh, the dysfunctional and kind of like doesn't care, but he knows that he can kind of sway. Like he has, he always has an ace up his sleeve, yeah. literally and figuratively. He's an Avenger, so that kind of lets people be like, "You're a dick, yeah. all right, but you're gonna save but our it, lives." Yeah. And then they, at the same time, the other story, the other timeline is he's spring, he's making the veterinary, the veterinarian like fix the dog. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. He's like, "It's not my dog, but fix it." So you're getting yeah. both sides of him. You're getting right. the hero side. And you're getting the the troublemaker side, right? right? The where he's kicking, where he's because if, if, if there's ever a character that has duality, other than Incredible Hulk, it's Clint. Yeah, so then, then that's the whole the, the issue is basically about a day in life, day in life, and it's all told in different. Uh, it's all fractured, right? But it comes together in the end nicely. You're not confused at the end. You're like, oh, okay, this this flows actually quite nicely. Well, well it's a nice build, too, yeah, right? Because it starts yeah. off with like uh, just a, a simple kind of problem that he has to fix that's locally. Well, where did he get this dog from, and, and why the, is he so and, beat and up? And then eventually yeah. it expands to the world that he's actually immersed in, and they're like, because I have shit to talk about in the the fifth. Uh, yeah, well, so what? So, yeah, okay. So, that's, we're still, that's, we're that's still essentially the, the first one, though. Like, the first one, he gets. He fights the monsters in the casino, the right. back the back room casino. Does he ever end up buying the apartment building? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he does buy. He forces. There's, there's a lot of glass broken and uh, uh, card tables flipped and him getting smashed in the yeah. head with yeah. bottles. Yeah. And, he's yeah. like, and him talking to himself, like, oh, Clint, you should have, like, you're smarter yeah. than this, right? Like, you got to know when to fucking. He, he essentially forces. Hold him and fold yeah, him. Yeah, he essentially forces the guy to. Him. Sell him the okay, yeah, right. He puts him in a cab. He's like, "You're going yeah. to airport." Yeah. So, congrats. Yeah, and then I, I think that's the that's the, the issue, end. right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's nice and easy. And then so you read the second one. That's <laughs> where we meet Kate, isn't it? Yeah, that's where you meet Kate. In the second isn't one. Kate Bishop his daughter? In well, the I think line? in I think in the in the MCU movies, that's okay. That's kind of what they might be leading so, towards. So again, but, careful but... if you're watching the movie first and then you come in and you're like, "Oh, he, he's attracted to Kate." <laughs> Super attracted to Kate. Well, we don't know if what his daughter's name is in MCU, so it might not even be Kate. But I, I'm sure she's based on um, that character, okay, right? Fair yeah, because she's younger than him, right? In in the comic, right? And she's amazing in this run too. She's great. She she's great. Like that whole. Um, I don't know how he gets. I can't remember how he gets all fucked up with. Okay, no, that's when uh, the second issue. That's right? that's, that's uh, swordsman. They go yeah. So they he talks about the vagabond code. 
right showing up in the city it's like they bad see, things are gonna happen they see little uh hobo symbols on different pillars and some yeah. ways and he explains to her that okay this is the code that uh it's basically bad things are gonna happen so references him being in a circus from before yeah. a nice yeah. little little yeah. nugget of backstory before you find out the big nugget of backstory that the people that they're actually chasing and he, he ends up getting tickets or she gets tickets uh to like that magic show Right. Where all the villains are. So there's nice cameos by like Kingpin, the, the Owl, Madame Mask. Hydra's in there. I yeah, think. there's Hydra, there's Tombstone, yeah, there's who's a, Hammerhead. The, the Hammerhead, that's Yeah, the there's a whole bunch of guys that they just make kind of cameos. Yeah, just, right? just a great one shot of them like, okay, I, I shouldn't be here. This crowd's I, bad. Yeah, <laughs> I know a couple of these people for the wrong reasons. And the, the, uh, the, uh, the magic show, the performer, or performance, right. ends up, they hypnotize everybody in yeah. the crowd, remember? Yeah, yeah, so they, they go up to the box seats and yeah. all the villains go to, I guess, the mezzanine, not mezzanine, I don't know, orchestra, floor. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah the floor, floor seats. I was trying to use the... The, <laughs> the mezzanine would be where they are. Listen, <laughs> I was trying to use the professional terms, but clearly I've never been in a mezzanine in my life. Yeah. So, um, they go up, uh, villains go in, and the show begins. Yeah. And they, they're the only two that don't get hypnotized because they understand that while everybody else is hypnotized... The, the performers are coming into the crowd and stealing right. all their, their it, it, wallets. And, it's, and stuff. it's with those glasses too, right? Yeah, they have At these some glasses moment, on. Yeah. Kate's like, here, put these on. Yeah. And it's uh, the, the, cool, the cool purple shades. Uh, I hope those make up appearances. Everything's some purple in this book, eh? All the purple pops. Again, well, yeah, we'll get to the actual aesthetics of the book after the story because like, that in itself helped draw yeah. me yeah. into the story. Yeah. But uh, as Swordsman is doing his hypnos and people are moving in, they're like, okay, fuck it. Let's do what we do, which is be good guys and stop these bad guys. From so, they, yeah, they get into the fight and everything. There's a highlight, too. I wrote down just, like, the panels that made me laugh. You know, when uh, Kate ends up shooting some guys in the eye. Right. That was great. Two shots <laughs> in the guess, eye. Yeah. And that's when uh, fucking Clint is like, yo, you're perfect. She's perfect. Yeah. Like, in his head, she's like, oh, this is the best. But then their conversation is like, are they dead? <laughs> like, He's no. like, no, just blinded. For life, probably. <laughs> he goes, yeah, no, I know. It's still grim. <laughs> still, it's grim. <laughs> and like, you laugh at that, but you, and then you read on later and you find out that that's a great setup for what happens yeah. Oh, yeah, deeper everything, in the comedy. Yeah, yeah. Everything has a great payoff, too. Yeah. I don't know if we're stressing that enough, how much we love it. Um, but it, again, it turns into uh, chaos when the villains who are getting robbed and the villain who is robbing all start to... Uh, converge onto Hawkeye and Kate Bishop yeah. who are now fighting their way out of the fucking um, I guess theater theater yeah and they break through a window That so that's a great panel too because <laughs> yeah. it's all silhouette yeah. and then you just see the like the smashing through the window they land in a pool and Kate's firing <laughs> arrows through the windows <laughs> I mean it, it just looked great and then you're still getting Clint saying funny smarty things throughout it but it's the, it's the, the conversation is so natural too it's like right. what two friends in a stressful situation that they're prepared for right. like trained for would be talking about right they're kind of like oh well you know it's kind of weird you shot the guy in the eyes it's, like, well, he's not dead <laughs> no, but still, you know there are other places to shoot him and they, end up, and they end up taking the guy's money that they stole from that they stole that from they the stole from the villains they now steal from these new villains right and they're and boat. drive off on, in a boat. on their boat yeah. yeah and then King so there's uh, they're making their way through I guess um from pool to like harbor and they get on the boat and there's this nice shot of Kingpin of like oh fuck fuck yeah. swordsman yeah. we gotta get fucking Hawkeye yeah. now right he just like, robbed us we just got robbed and that's by a great Hawkeye. panel too because yeah. all the villains are lined up with him and, and it ends there yeah and it ends there moving on like, yeah okay. he, he gets away right so he's 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 kind of like a, a lovable he's he's a little bit um James Bond uh, 007 yeah but not as suave yeah he's just a mess yeah he's not he's not doing this with any care he's just yeah. like alright fuck it I'll get it done like I'm the agent you go to, but 
And then in the third you issue, in the third issue, we were talking about the nine things he does dumb. So I, like, I even wrote down he actually like he power wrecks his own thing. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> he, 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 does, he, does, top he nine, does, yeah, he his top a nine. top nine dumb ideas, right? But it, it starts again with um, he meets a girl with a fucking sexy car. Yeah, it's a like a nineteen seventy Dodge Challenger. Well, it gets it gets there eventually, but it, they're in a car. Right. So the, it opens up. Yeah, so they, he's in. He's shooting at the window of a car. They they cut at, back to it. Yeah. They're being. They're being. The first panel is he's shooting at a window. Kate's driving this this uh, Challenger, and there's, and there's a redhead tied up in the back. See? I don't even know if you get that in the first shot too. I think that's a reveal later. Yeah, no, it's right in the. Okay, fair enough. It's in the first. And they're get, right? they're getting chased by all these. Uh, I guess mini, you're you yeah. It looks like Italian job, <laughs> and so I was just using like a whole bunch of. He's like, okay, like, this looks bad. This right. looks really, really bad. That's first first panel in, right? <laughs> yeah. And systematically, they piece back the. Yeah, and then he's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of like, oh, I was, I've had a lot of this is this is a dumb idea, but I've had a lot of dumb ideas today, and it's like nine, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's him uh, throwing out some trick arrows. Right? Oh, he's, did, he's did, trying did, to did, or, yes, yeah, yes. he's trying to organize some trick arrows. So it shows him and Kate uh, trying to organize his arrows. Yeah, to, he's put, organized in, there. to put in his uh, satchel. What's it called? Uh, oh, his uh, quiver. Quiver. His quiver. But, um, and she's criticizing his arrows. Like, right. like, what, that one panel where he's like, what do you need a boomerang for? This boomerang arrow, it comes back to you when you shoot it. He goes, why would you want your arrow to come back to you? He goes, because. Boomerang. <laughs> amazing. And this, this comic is set up so amazingly because the payoff is, he gets to use all these weird arrows <gasps> and they show it. They kind of give you like a little snapshot of this arrow and him saying the weird, like, reason why. Yeah. And then it pays off, arrow, yeah. yeah. Or um, net arrow. I would never yeah. go with my net arrow. Like <laughs> yeah. Kate's like, "What's wrong with you? Just get normal arrows." She's like, "No, nah, these all work for specific reasons, and they all literally pay off for every reason that you would think it is." Yeah, it's amazing. And he goes to get tape to label them, to right. label his knocks, and then he, has, he, he doesn't get around to doing that. So then in the car chase, he's like just shooting, pulling, pulling wrong. random he's, arrows. He's, yeah. yeah, he's shooting. He gets suction arrow. He has to go out and just like <laughs> suction onto the car so he can fucking kick another driver in the face. It's such a good use of corny trick arrows. Like right. I love it. I love it. It was missing the boxing glove arrow, but I don't think that's exclusive to his universe. No, yeah, isn't that more? That's more green arrow. That's more it? green arrow. Yeah. But again, if 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 anyone listening has uh, kind of another comic where the boxing glove arrow shows up, let us oh, know. I want to know boxing glove arrow. Yeah. Let, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Clearly, we love this type of uh, storytelling where he's like, oh, it's just it was acid arrow, boomerang arrow. Um, we're gonna complete spoil it. Suction cup arrow. Yeah, there's like a net one too, or something. Uh, there's like four or five. Like a bandolier. No, not a bandolier. Something that tied uh, them the up, but... sticky tack one. There's one that just like uh, sticks the guy to the ground. <laughs> yeah. 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 So through throughout the entire comic, they're driving in, in and out of traffic as these uh, thugs are chasing this redhead who I guess uh, mistake number two. He ends it was up one of the mistakes. He I ends up sleeping all, with her because yeah. he wants the car, right? Yeah, he buys the car from her and yeah, bang, he puts the boots to it at the same time. Right. <laughs> and like, and that comic strip too is, uh, or that panel is amazing too because uh, after they're finished having sex and he's trying to ask her questions and she's all hush hush like, you don't want to know. Like, yeah. Don't ask questions. You, I don't what kind of trouble I, are you in? I don't, have to, I don't have to lie to you basically and the, the goons kick down the door. Yeah, the Russian goons, the Russian And you just, he has, I can't remember the quip that he has but he has this panel where he jumps over the bed uh, obviously, he's still naked as Jaber just finishing uh, some fun, fun stuff with a, a partner. Um, and you just yes. you get the uh, Hawkeye 
face logo over his uh, cock. Over his yoo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say cock. Yeah, it's, they oh, yeah can't I say don't cock. know why I said yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is this a family-friendly program? Well, I mean, you're looking, he's looking at a censored picture, <laughs> and he stayed censored, but we he's don't like, have to be censored. Scratch that. No good news. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's flying through the air. As uh, they're, they're opening fucking fire in his in his apartment, right? No, in her apartment. In her apartment, okay. It's her apartment. But yeah, that's how essentially this story starts. With like he he got some and then fuck, and then it, he's it gotta just, get out. And then it turns out she's in she's in deep with the Russian mob that he's been with. He's been dealing with the past, first two. Yeah, episodes, that right? fucking kicked his dog in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, becomes his dog. Yeah, yeah. And he names him Arrow. Which is also later on. I've read further than this, but later on he's actually he uh, he's Pete's dog. That's his name. Pete's dog. I, I was waiting for that too, right? Because <laughs> yeah. there's an nice little. Yeah, they don't they don't say it here, but the and he gets his own issue. Oh, fair enough. Pizza Dog has his own issue, yeah. Because there's a nice little thing of like, oh, that dog loved pizza, and this pizza was terrible. Yeah, yeah it's not even good pizza. Yeah, yeah, it's not even good pizza. And, he liked and the it. dog saved him. Yeah. Um. So, like, again, we're talking about how many payoffs there are yeah. in this series, in this episode, the way that it's uh, fractioned with the story is so hilarious to the character that this Clint is, is. This is my favorite issue in the in this arc. Um, and number it, three, it I love ends this with issue. kind of a standoff because the the cars flip. Yeah. Um, uh, Clint gets knocked out, so he's on one side of the road. Uh, the I guess the head boss, uh, Russian boss, has a gun to his head. Kate's on the other side with uh, still kind of tattered and uh, chained up. The redhead. Redhead. Yeah. And there's a little face off um, between her and the mobster because the mobster's got Clint. Right. She's got the redhead. So the mobster's got a gun to Clint, and Kate's got a arrow. At the mobster, yeah. At the mobster, and uh, I clint something and just like just fire it. Yeah, he's like just just shoot, just just shoot it. And she just aims up it. in the air, right? Because she's like, uh, mob's obviously threatening Clint. He's like, oh, I'm gonna shoot him. I'm gonna shoot him. He's like, you miss, bro. Yeah, and guess it, what it is? <laughs> it comes. The arrow comes back and hits mobster because boomerang is the boomerang, boomerang arrow. Respect it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, full circle on that that amazing arrow, which makes the of, issue so. It, it, it ties it complete. It's the rug that ties the room together. Yeah. It is the um, the bro, um, the dude, uh, perfectness to end. Because that alone, like, it's just like, oh, that oh, makes yeah, everything yeah, yeah. so good. Because she just fires it up in the air, and you think that's it. And yeah. the next panel is like, dude gets hit in the back of the head. Boom, 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 Respect it. Boom, boom, <laughs> And that's, I think that's it. That's pretty basically, yeah, yeah. That's basically the girl gets on a plane. She doesn't take the money because obviously the car is wrecked. Yeah. And um, she stole it. <laughs> Still. That too, and then uh, Kate Kate's looking at Hawkeye a little differently. Yeah, no, yeah, he's not yeah. he's not as clean because yeah. obviously he's been making out with this yeah. chick. And, and she gets on the yeah, head. and this issue too, you kind of you kind of get the sense that Kate's got a bit of a bit of a thing for Clint, for, right? I think I think this is a good part to stop and talk about the artwork for. The oh my three. god! Yes, good call. Thank you. Because it's so minimal, but the shots of color that are splashed into it's it, fuck, it's beautiful. Help build the world yeah. of. Clint Barton. And it only works, like, it not only works, but it works so fucking well with this comic because of the tone of it. Right. Um, it's so minimal, like, Clint's, want, Clint's want a minimal guy. Yeah, yeah you, want, you want to see the action. So, um, there are a lot of silhouettes where, like, yeah. you may, half the time, like, you don't even see his face. There's, face one, yeah. there's one scene where he's just ducking in and out, and you know it's him, Yeah. but his face is all silhouette, his hands yeah. are all silhouette as he's ducking between yeah. these different characters. I, again, very minimal. Like the faces are like maybe five lines of like yeah, eyes, yeah. It's eyes, so eyes simple. slit for a mouth. Um, not a lot of shading. It's block colors. Yeah. 
but they play a lot with like silhouettes and lighting, which is very nice. And then when they pop in color, because purple, it's so different. It's though. a different purple. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a lilac. It's a softer purple. Yeah, which kind of lends to the fact that he's only the words purple and probably would get made fun of that. But yeah. like he makes it work because like you don't fuck with purple, and I'll show you why not to fuck with it. Um, yeah, his, like, his logo's always showing purple. He always yeah, got purple logo. He's always got like streaks yeah. of it, and um, yeah, I, I just I. Um, the more earth tones than anything, because obviously he's living in this gritty kind of New York life. Yeah, there's not much uh, like there's there's it, a, it's, I think it's a not, bit of it's red nothing and stuff that, uh, here and there, but yeah, it's, it's nothing that'll impress you at first bat. But once you get reading it, you would like you're, you're right. Yeah, when you first look at it, it looks kind of like, like eh. oh, it's kind of incomplete. But right. once yeah, once you get into the you get so into the story that you it, love it. You would anything to distract you from what you're reading would take away from the entire comic. So it's so perfectly matched yeah, with it's... the story that uh, Fraction is telling. Yeah, not Fraction, yeah. Uh, let's give a, a, another shout-out to the artist. David, I'm going to call him Asia. That's what I'm going to call him. David Asia. Um, Aja. Amazing. Yeah. We, we stopped after the third uh, issue to talk about the artwork because in the fourth issue, it completely changes. Totally, it, the story it... changes. Um, everything steps up. But the artwork also changes as well, and that may take you out of it. That's one of the downfalls, I feel, to this first five issues. The fact that it the artwork changed so drastically, along with the story, it was kind of jarring. So I wasn't in it the same way I was for the first three. Yeah, so they change, They actually change artists, right? So Javier Pulido, is the Pulido one comes on and does four and five. So one, two, three is, is David right. Aja, and Javier Pulido does the, the four and five. And he doesn't even... He just does his own thing. Like he, right. Which I respect, because he didn't try and make it look like... But it's it's day and night. But yeah, you notice. As it's, soon as you turn a, the page, It's a different like, feel. Yeah, because... Oh, first, this doesn't feel the same. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the first couple of shot or panels are him talking to uh, Kate, and Kate's completely different looking. I was yeah. like, wait, wait a minute. And the faces are weird. Yeah. The eye, yeah it, it's, so it's, it's different, the story, but the story escalates. So uh, if you can suspend your disbelief, obviously, because we're reading comics... It's okay because these next two um, issues are more contained on the tape, which is, I believe, yeah, the tape. It's a, and it's a two part. So this, right. like, the first three are kind of just they're light, the they're lightly yeah. attached, just because the Russian mob and and things. But it's well, the, the, it's not really continuation. They're really about yeah. building who Clint is yeah. in this world, and the last two are about. But okay, four and five is an actual Clint's a superhero. Yeah. He's, he's got a real life. That he's got a job. And so they're they're a bit they're a bit more serious tone a bit more like not a lot but just because they have a, a a thread to but, go through them but that's why the artwork kind of pulls away from it because yeah. the, the the artwork is it gets a little seriouser more seriouser more well, serious I would say this is the, I guess where we differ I think the the artwork looks a little more cartoony so okay, fair enough yeah their faces look goofy. so even though it's more serious and like the subject matter is more intense. Um, because I sent you a panel of Kingpin in it. Right? <laughs> yeah, your He's, favorite panel. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> it's ridiculous. hilarious. But I shouldn't be laughing at this. This is supposed to be a menacing, like, yeah. where he's funny upset, yeah. and such a great fucking scene too, right? Because I'm jumping ahead, but there's a there's an auction, and you get a nice fucking uh, who's who of who's trying to purchase this thing. Yeah. Uh, so let's go back to, the, uh, the starting of this issue. It kicks off right away. He gets picked up. By shield. That's great too. Yeah. yeah. So they call back to the roof because yeah. in the first three issues, yeah, they barbecues in the roof. Yeah. The the whole, the whole building goes up there and they they so shoot the shit. And they that, always have questions. That for guy grilling. Guy. That guy grilling. Right. Uh, in other issues, he's actually hilarious. He's like, pretty funny there too. Yeah, he's yeah, funny yeah, there. Yeah, but in the later issues, him and Clint have a have a back a, and forth. Have back and forth. A nice and he's retort. like, he's like, what's your? I'm I'm jumping ahead of this arc, but still, I can tell you, it's like, what's your name? He's like Hawkeye. 
He's like, oh, Hawkeye? Like, he thinks Hawkeye. He's like, no, Hawkeye. Okay, Hawkeye. He's like, no, Hawk and then I. Hawkeye. Like, it's just like this whole, like, miscommunication. And Quint's just like, fuck you. Yeah, basically. You don't care. You never care. So there's a, like, there's a run-out joke that people just call it Hawkeye now. That's... Anybody who reads this comment, you ever see them say Hawkeye? That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. But it's great. So it's just, again, it starts off as a day in the life. He's just hanging out. Summer day. And he just gets picked up by dogs, And the fucking hell carrier just flies over and ropes drop. And I think it's like three panels of like shield members just grabbing him and lifting him off a frame. And he just says guys. He says guys three different ways. He's like guys, dot, dot, dot. Guys, question mark. Guys, <laughs> so everything's good. And everyone on the roof is just keeping keeping chill. Like they don't really, really react to it. No, they didn't get it. It's like oh, there he goes. Well, he's a superhero, right? <laughs> like that's kind of the the. What are they gonna do? Yeah, he's part of show. He's part so of the Avengers. It's, whatever. It's hilarious the fact that he's like still asking for help, even though he knows like, well, this is supposed to happen. Yeah, so he gets picked up and uh, he gets into the interrogation room with, with Maria Cap- Hill, Captain America, and, and Maria Captain Hill. America, yeah, yeah, and they tell him. See, because that's what I'm talking about. This was jarring because Captain America looks so fucking weird. Weird, yeah, he did. I was you like, see his uh, blonde eyebrows. Yeah, it was, so yeah, I was it's, like, uh, yeah, that's what kind of took me out. Yeah, but the story kept bringing me back in. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't really need Captain America there at all. I mean, it was, you, it was you, just a throw in. Yeah, you want you, you want to flex that muscle. Yeah, of course. If there's any if there's any uh, team player, of course, yeah, yeah, it's the cat. Um, so and they tell him there's a tape, a tape got out of their hands, mm-hmm. and it's a tape, essentially of him, uh, murdering a dictator. Right. Hawkeye murdering a dictator, on tape. Right. With uh, thematically is a. Uh, he, he murders him by shooting two arrows in his eyes directly in his eyes <laughs> so you read that you're like oh this just happened like, yeah, yeah. so uh, Coke read this how many years ago I read uh, this yesterday seven, yeah. <laughs> in like uh, 30 minutes and fucking was just loving it I was like I just saw that yeah, yeah. I just saw fucking Kate Bishop do it it yeah. was amazing I yeah I reread it for this for this episode obviously but yeah like when I read it it was months apart right so it, it reading this as a as, a as one, one graph yeah. it's so much better right it's not so. It's just makes. It's more cohesive. You, obviously, you, you yeah. laugh more. You appreciate it more. You yeah. laugh and love Clint more. A little thrill. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, Um, but there's a video of him shooting someone in the eyes <laughs> and killing him. So yeah. you can kill him. So yeah, you the, can. His it's, his whole little line made a little more has a little more depth to it. Yeah, and so he has to go to Madripoor, uh, to get it back. To get it back. That's basically what this issue is about. So he goes to Madripoor. Excuse me. Um, off the plane already has problems. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just going they for his passport. Yeah. yeah, they're like, who the they fuck? They grab him, take him to the back room. Yeah, but he eventually he he, he finagles his way into becoming a cabbie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so like either <laughs> he either, gets robbed. Right? At some point, like random people are jumping into the cab trying to go for his passport or whatever they're grabbing. Like they yeah, his wallet and whatnot. Right, and I like how it was highlighted as purple. Like they made yeah. sure to make that yeah. like the yeah. MacGuffin was purple. Yeah. Um. And then the cabbie's like, "Fuck this, yeah. please." <laughs> And he jumps in the front seat. He's like, oh, this is the best way to travel through. Like, so I should have just been a cabbie. So he's posing as a cabbie, taking right. me his money. <laughs> it was great. And then, like, stopping off at different places, yeah. eating. Like, so, like, he's, like, immersed in himself in this world. Like, he's always lived there. Yeah. So, I he, mean, even though he doesn't know where he's going. So Another reason to love this character. Like, he's just like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. And kind of uh, kind of works out for him. Yeah. Until it does. Opposite. Well, he gets some money, and then he's able to go to the casino where they're having the auction. Yeah. So... Again, there's another callback to original. Like, there's uh, a New York back alley kind of a makeshift casino. Yep. And then he goes to a foreign Actual, country. Like, uh, like, this is how to do yeah. fucking tables, yeah. dealers, pit bosses, real casino. This is how you do a, a villainous casino, right? Right. Um, and 
he ends up uh, being grabbed by Madame Mask. Right. Like almost as soon as he gets in there. Yeah, as soon as, soon as like, he I stick out like a sore thumb, and, and then and then he's uh, black bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in a back room, getting punched in the face. Yeah. And it's uh, Madame Mask. Madame yeah. Mask, and she basically robs him of um, his black card. He's got the shield black yes. card. Yes. Okay, so oh, you want to talk about this? Time, uh, I wanted to talk specifically about the black <laughs> card. Because he receives a black card, which, if you don't know, is a fucking unlimited a credit yeah. a credit card from Shield. So sweet, right? Like I keys to the candy store, yeah. I can buy whatever the fuck I want. But the where he had <laughs> the black card was not in his wallet per se. No, it was on his person. It was on his person. <laughs> it was in his butt. Yeah, yeah. hilarious in itself. But me being me, had several more questions. <laughs> The first being, <laughs> did did he or Maria Hill or Nick Fury insert the card of his butt into his? We'll call it his man wallet. Yeah, or his, I assume he his, did it himself. His man pum pum. I assume he did it himself. And so here's here's my yeah. hilarious mind or sick mind. Wouldn't uh, Maria Hill have a certain amount of pleasure inserting it <laughs> something to into his butt? <laughs> well, you mean if, she might. If if you're um. Kind of a day-to-day, uh, by-the-book agent for S.H.I.E.L.D. And you have to deal with a character like Clint, who's always fucking busting your balls to like for stupid shit. And you finally have a moment to be like, so here's, uh, here's a thing, Clint. Here's a little something. We have money for you, but you can't hold on to it because obviously they're going to take it from you. So... I'm gonna put it in the most painful place I can put. Other than like sticking it through his urethra, this is probably the most. Painful How do you place. stick a card up? Again, this is comic like the, books. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Stretch your mind. Because I just assumed it was like stuck between his cheeks. Like he just clenched, and that was that. Right? You think so? That's what I. That's what I assumed. Because I, I, no, I went full Monty. I, He's going I right went, I went straight odds. Like Lemmy Winks. I went. Like, sh- I went straight odds. <laughs> like Lemmy Winks. <laughs> oh, like Lemmy. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you you went cartoon. <laughs> yes. I went hardcore uh, television series from the nineties. How the song called Lemmy Winks? Lemmy Winks. I went to the yeah the more the more real raw yeah so I'm I'm assuming that she stuck a card all his, the way up up his uh, I just assumed it was his cheeks but that makes more sense that's... but clearly we stopped to have a five minute discussion we about did us. yeah and because there's a nice uh, well not a nice but scene. because here's the th- here's <laughs> here's the rub though because he's tied up he can't get it. Correct. So Madame Mask has to go and get go it. Go back. Right? And that's, again, that was funnier for me that she had to go deeper than... Yeah. Because it's one thing to just pull it from the cheeks. I oh, mean, where is it? I mean, I don't think uh, Clint is sitting there with a badonka donk. It wouldn't be like a hard thing to like just... Well, he's like, sitting okay, down. Like, he is sitting down, so it would be challenging. It would be... It'd be sweaty, but I'm not saying he's not going <laughs> deep, right? He's not, he's not sitting with like a fat ass. No, no. Ass to ass. ass. Yes, made that reference. Not even trying. Oh, and, I saw the sound. For <laughs> <laughs> a weak clap. Uh, uh, and then she's like, the first, she's like, turns to her goon, she's like, disinfect. <laughs> yes, like, get this away. So anyway, uh, the villain has now. <laughs> yeah, how is the black card? That's, yeah, that's I, what, I, I had to get back on the track. It took us about eight minutes to it get there. It was hard, but it was hard to, but yeah. again, that's how good this kind of uh, arc is, or the story is, the fact that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is smart enough to know that we have to give this guy money to go do what we need him to do, but we can't give him money to just hold on. No, but he's got to join in, the auction, right? In the normal places, yeah. right. So, yeah, um, Mask now has a, a black card to go to the auction where all the villains and kind of uh, uh, underseated people are trying to purchase this tape that exists yeah. of a murder of a Avenger working for S.H.I.E.L.D. 
uh, who killed somebody, yeah. a government official, right? Yeah, so that's, she, that's all she, implication. Right? And so she wins the auction. Correct. For two billion. Some ridiculous and, number. And that and that panel was great too because you get like a one shot of everyone all just the making, villains, yeah, yeah, making their it, yeah. like Hydra's in there. It's like, oh, I'll pay this and this. And then, uh, yeah, Madam Master's like, one billion. And then you and get Kingpin a, gets you, rattled. You, you yeah. get a, a close up of Kingpin that made me laugh. Because of the artwork, not necessarily because of the situation. Yeah, he looks really he fucking looks goofy. He looks so weird. Yeah. I hope you, uh, maybe you'll use it for the cover art of this, but... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that probably it's, will. That probably will. Okay, so <laughs> if you if you don't get... Listen, you should be reading this arc regardless, but there's a picture of Kingpin that just makes me laugh every time I see it. That's great. And now it's in our shared uh, yeah, oh, yeah. chat. Oh, yeah. Because we're just it's on my phone, yeah. yeah. Um, so Madam Mask makes off with the tape. Um, and it turns out that it's... Um, it wasn't Madame Mask at all. It was, it was Kate, Kate Bishop, Bishop yeah. right? So that nice little reveal, yeah. right? Because you think it's going one way, it's turned. And she, because she really wanted to know what was on this tape, she goes, "What? What could be so bad?" So now so she watches it, and she's like, and she she's mortified, it. right? She's like, "Oh yeah. shit, he's a murderer." Because at some point earlier in the series, she asks, Kate asks uh, Clint, "Have As you a, ever, have you ever killed anybody?" Yeah. and he answers, "No, no," which makes sense to um, two arrows in her eye. Will blind you. Yeah, might not kill you. Right? Yeah, he unless they're yeah. deep. Unless they're real deep. So right? I mean, there's a uh, there's nice wiggle room there of, and callbacks and just kind of uh, how deep he is in a situation where uh, he didn't want to get again deep. And I'm thinking credit cards and butts. Um, <laughs> and then so yeah, so then they leave him in the room. Ninjas show up. Show up. Yeah, they just they just dump <laughs> with it. Yeah, that's, the, that's the weirdest thing of it, right? Ninjas um, show up. Madam Mask orders. I'm doing air quotes because Madame Mask is actually Kate Bishop. Uh, Clint to be thrown into this room and they'll go get him later. Close the room, make sure nobody comes in. And as he's kind of lying on the bed, still tied to a chair, ninjas just drop Show in. up and try and kill him and... He has to break through and... He ends again, up falling out the window. <laughs> jumps out another window. This is window number two, maybe three. Three. Oh, three. I think three, three if you count the yeah, veterinarian yeah. window. I count that one. I count the ones with him and Bishop in the Swordsman uh, issue. Yeah, the second one, yeah. And this one and this will one, be so the probably three, yeah. And then, again, the scope of how he's jumping too, right? So veterinarian went from um, a street, street level, yeah. Street. Um, swordsman went from kind of... Uh, one like a second floor to like a to a pool, floor. yeah. To a and pool. this one's going from a skyscraper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the ground, yeah, uh, yeah. And then you get the the hilarious Clint commentary as he's falling to his what would be death. So this is another this this whole series too. Like so, Maria shows Maria Hill shows up right and catches him on the way down. That's what I is like. Ah, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I didn't like. I agree. That. I fuck you. So you we're the same thing because we are anyways. Oh, almost about everything. Uh, no, just being the disagreement. Like, okay, uh, fair what enough. We didn't yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. She catches him, but the ninja's, the, ninja's so grabbing she, onto his so leg. She, so Clint's falling out this yeah. uh, window, and he's saying hilarious stuff about, like, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. And says something about Butch Cassidy. Like, he's trying yeah, to figure out the, yeah. the Butch Cassidy butches, final line. Yeah, the yeah. Line. Yeah. yeah. And then, zoom, like, this giant fucking floor, like... Yeah, it's a weird, like, a air It's scooter. a weird shit. Yeah, it's just... Um, it's like a jet ski, but the back, air, of, yeah. the back of it is, like, a fucking it's tow like truck. eight feet long. Yeah, yeah. and he... Maria just swoops in and picks him up. I was like, ah, oh, there's That's better lame, ways. Yeah, yeah, there's better ways to do this. But the the but the ninjas fun, also jump onto the, the, too. Fun, the, the part that got me is the ninjas holding onto his leg. There's one ninja on his leg. <laughs> he's like, everything sucks. He's like, I hate this. He's like, fine, you know what? Forget it. I'll, I'll, he's like, here, give me your hand. And he's like, never. And then he falls. <laughs> And he takes a shoe with him, so now he's got <laughs> one shoe. What? Oh, he loses another shoe too at some no, point too. No, he just loses the one. Well, he comes back into the window and he's got yeah, no because, shoes on. No, he has one shoe on. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're. But the, but the but way, a ninja yeah. falls off. It's hilarious. And he takes a shoe and he's like, "Screw it, everything sucks." And um, <laughs> the villains break into where Madame Mask is and now sees that 
Kate Bishop tied is up. had tied up the original, so she's got a face off now or like a standoff between the yeah. the proper villains and her, and then you get this nice little panel where fucking um, Clint shows up on the yeah, on the little back jet to the ski fu- with yeah a little yeah. back to the future with me where he just rises into frame. Yeah. He's like ah, he's got an arrow on them, and boom, so he uh, breaks the window. He has the, he has the exploding arrow right. And then he jumps in, right, and lands. And he goes, he goes, oh right, shoot! And he's because he lands on glass, right, the whole diary thing. And he's just like, oh fuck, right, like, I hilarious. Cl- I had to close the book because that, that, yeah, that was that was hilarious. Yeah. I thought he had no shoes on. No, he said one shoe, just one. But he lands. But he lands. Definitely lands on the un, unshoed foot. Every panel after that, he's like leaving bloody yeah, footprints, yeah. He's, right? He's just hobbling around. But the the the, the 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 like the scenario that got me the best was they run the so. Kate and uh, Clint battle their way out of this room full of thugs into the hallway and are planning to make their escape. And Clint's like, you got the tape, right? And Kate's like, fuck. <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> tape. So they both look at each other like one, two, and on the count of three, they turn around to run back, back in into, the room. Yeah. I was fucking dying, yeah. right? And they're just fucking bodying people, like, right? <laughs> and trying not to get bodied yeah. as they make their way through. Like that's such a. I would love to see that in a movie where because yeah. you always see them like running away, running away, or like getting out of there like, just in the good time. It's we gotta like, get back. I forgot it. We gotta go back, right? Like you never, you're never in any movie trope. They never go back, right? Because no. so you're, they, you're gonna die. This one, they they have to go back. They end up getting the tape and then getting back out to the elevators, right? Away from everybody, and then uh, Madame Ash shows up again, right? And she like try, remember she's shooting at them. Okay. Oh, uh, and, she, and she hits. She hits, uh, she hits Clint in the chest. Right. He's wearing a vest, but she hits him in the chest, and then she also hits the tape. Okay. Remember, because he reaches out oh, with the right. tape. Oh, right, and that's a, there's a nice shot of, like, how yeah. the tape was kind of... And then when they get the elevator and they're, and they're leaving, it's kind of a cool scene where right. the, the doors the are door closing, closing while Madame Mass is coming closer, and then she just sees Kate's face, and then it closes, it closes and she's yeah. like... shoots. She shoots into the elevator, and she's like, fuck Tempt. you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. So close, but he gets away. And the tape is, I guess, destroyed... But yeah, the tape's destroyed, and then you find out. You want to? You want to? Well, I was just gonna go on to the character. So yeah, K- Kate's kind of uh, view of Clint. It's changed, yeah. Throughout the throughout the arc has definitely changed from oh, like uh, this is someone I can partner with and potentially see myself kind of uh, being aligned with in uh, like a personal way. Um, yeah. But to see like who he is day to day, systematically changed. When she sees the tape, it's completely kind of shot of like fuck like yeah he's to he's, enter this world you're, yeah you're doing a lot of different things that it's not all hero not all hero stuff is as pure as you thought it was going to no be. they they, they do have lot. yeah the, they have their blemishes right and there's only specific people that they will call like shield will call on to do these things yeah they're never going to call on the captain america to go kill somebody no cap wasn't he was only in the episode just or in the episode in the issue just at the beginning and he didn't help him at all no he's just like, hey, like this hey, is too hey, dirty for me yeah, yeah hey is, clint we need you to do something yeah. for the for the greater good um so again it gives you more depth on who clint is because if you ever felt he doesn't belong he's kind of the only one that can kind of get away with doing this kind of stuff yeah no other hero is set up to be the one to Kind of be a black ops and yeah, yeah, and yeah, pretty just much take down and do the shit that uh, typically ends up doing all heroes in is because they can never fucking make the final kill. Yeah, but he yeah he, he can. Did. But so and that's that's basically it. So it's obviously we love this. We love this arc. Yeah, it was okay. okay. <laughs> no, it was I great. loved it. This was great. No, um, this was great. This was great. It's a great read. The humor, everything we love, and the and a smooth read. Yeah, a very smooth read. You just go, you just burn through. Yeah. You're like, wow, that was quick. Yeah, it's not like it's short either. It's just it feels really it quick because yeah. 
You're just you're so into the, the action. Use you, you the use want... of small panels. I like that when they do like a bunch of small ones in a yeah, row. Yeah. And... Um, like the breaks of it yeah. too. Um, yeah. There's great splash pages. Oh, splash! Yeah, they're wonderful. It opens up. Um, I think, and I think they really they really understand uh, the amount of space that a fucking archer would need. And how yeah. quick? Yeah, and good how point. Yeah, yeah. Because they talk about tension. And, like, there's a moment yeah, where he sees Kate is up, and then, that, yeah. and where he sees Kate like drawing the bowstrings. He's like, "Oh, it's tensing." Like, yeah. he he kind of gets hard off of her technique. This is why I love her. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so they're very specific on this type of character. He needs to understand every fucking elbow room and like turn. Yeah, he's and not twist just a sh- and... he's not just a goof, right? He actually understands. Like, well, he understands, he's a goof. He's, but a he's, goof, he's right. so skilled at so being. Go. Okay, there you go. What he is that he can get away with being a goof, almost to his detriment. Yeah. Like if he would, if he goofed too much, or it, he didn't train enough. It does sound like, uh, for the most part, our dislikes are pretty much the same. Just from yeah. running through, like I didn't like the art changing. No. I'm sure there's things that couldn't have happened. Like maybe the art wasn't ready yet, so they had Fair to jump enough. over. I don't know that. Or, it's something I would have would have waited for though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I probably was yeah. waiting for. And then the Mar- Maria Hill save, I didn't yeah, like. Yeah, that was the, the come up in. Those are really the only two things I didn't like. Or about MacGuffins you. are yeah, like just like. Here I am to save the day. Yeah. It's like okay, well. I mean, and I would like to see them do something with I don't know I don't know somehow, but just not the. Uh, you've you've introduced boomerang fucking arrows into this universe. Yeah. I would have been fine with a whoopee cushion or something. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. But the fact that the imagination on. He's very capable of creating something that will help him get out of this. Like he's a Batman in in the sense that he has a utility belt full of arrows yeah. to get him out of every yeah. situation. Yeah. The fact that you had to use a Maria Hill is like, uh, why don't you just use Maria Hill from jump? Like if she yeah, like uh, she could have yeah. backed up straight even, into the hotel and be like, like because she could have came on the she could came in the yeah. jet ski and just mowed through the fucking yeah. um, what's it the auction and be like yoink yeah, and then we didn't even mowed, know she was there, yeah. out, right um. But I, I get it. They kind of set it up with the whole initial uh, drop-in where the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents just pull him, pluck him out of obscurity because that's what she did. Yeah. So it paid off, but I didn't like it. No, exactly. It was just... It, you don't hate so it, but you're kind of like, ah. it, It's smart writing. I get it. But I expect better from you because you've proven that you can do better. So now the next question is, do you think this would translate well to film, TV animation I would or would only, you just leave it as, as is this is amazing as is so if, I, this, I is all, if this is all we get great that's great um, uh, if you want to redo the, the, the last two issues with another oh, with artist the, yeah. by all means yeah, do yeah. it because I shouldn't be laughing at that campaign scene as much as I do but he looks hilarious he looks reminiscent oh it's hilarious you'll see it. I'll put it I'll put it as the it's reminiscent as the image of the, for this one. Um, Enter the Spider-Verse Kingpin. Oh, which is he's, just, he's just a joke. Just comic, he's just so dumb. Comically yeah. weird. It's like, you just made him weird for weird sake. Yeah. Um, like when... Just a house of a when man. When Wilson Fisk is actually a monster of a man, and in certain... And he was big in this issue. He's yeah. huge in this issue. He in, is huge. In most medias, they make him... Um, still men- like, Menacing, right? Yeah, this but one still is, human. Final two, just make him look... Uh, kind of, he looked yeah. like bullet-headed. Yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. um... I would I would love to see this as a fucking like a short miniseries where they just give me seven episodes. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, yeah, yeah. So I'm quick. And never yeah. like a season two. Like I just get a one off of like this is seven days. This is like a twenty four. Yeah. They do seven days of Clint. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see this live action. No, no. I wouldn't. Again, I wouldn't mind it, but I, so it wouldn't be, I don't think it'd be done properly though. I, I you can, 
but I don't want you to give me more. Like, yeah, just, okay, fair enough. You have to tease me with this. I only get it has to be a miniseries. You can't be signing up for seven seasons of this. It's one off. Yeah, it's one, and that's seven it. episodes, and, and then I never want to see it again. But then the artwork, so like the reason why I don't think it, it would be as good as a, as a live action is because right. the artwork is so important here. Yes, but you say that, and then I've seen Sin, I've read Sin City, okay, and I've yeah, seen okay, Sin City. Yeah, yeah, so there are ways around it. I mean, you're dumping so much money into something that's not going to pay off for you the way that I yeah. want it. Because if you're dumping this much money, you want several seasons of this to recoup all the dollars you're putting into it. They're never going to do it. That's why I'm alright if it just stays a comic. Cause I'm f- I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I can easily reread this. This is definitely rereadable. I've read it three times. This is my third time reading it. Right? So, so that, and that, I still laughed. And that's the I highest praise laughed. that you can give to a yeah. book. It's like, oh, I want to keep picking it up. I definitely an own. For oh yeah, for Hawkeye fans, you should already own it. For people that never really gave Hawkeye a chance, this is the w- where you want to start or just dip into. It's, a, or it's take, almost impossible. Not, it's pretty much impossible not to like him after reading this. He loves like, dogs. He's fun. Yeah, he's great. He's 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 literally a John Wick without a fucking semi-automatic. Now I so I know I've read past this not recently, but I've read past this, so I kind of have an idea where it goes. But do you have any like? Uh, thoughts on where it would go from here or where you would, you'd want to see it because it I'd, wraps it up nicely but there's more obviously there's, there's more to do fair right? enough I would want it to go back to his um, kind of minimalist world but it seems like it just keeps expanding to a larger set of problems that he has to deal with as Avengers so if I'm judging based on the ramp it's going to only escalate to more things he has to deal okay, with so, and I feel like Kingpin still has a vendetta against him Yeah. so it only seems like he's going to run in with Maybe a couple more sub bosses before Kingpin's like, "Hey, that's my boat, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's my boat. Um, you'll be presently surprised if you keep going. So I, I will keep going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's great. Yeah, and you want to ruin it for them? What? What happens? No, no, I'm leaving that. That's the bit. one thing you're not gonna spoil. Yeah. yeah. You, we talked about him having a credit card in his ass. Yeah. This is this is the. And, oh, also in the comments, if you know specifically where he's placed that black card. Feel free to let us know. Cause oh, I love them. Yeah. The dispute like is, <laughs> I, I think they went into the lower intestine and coke things. It's just cheeks. Oh, because, all right. You, you're right. We spoiled everything else. So the final spoiler for this. I mean, you spoiler. don't have, if you want to, you can hold something back. There's a new. new I'd like to, but now enough, I, I feel it. like I'm being put in the spot here. No, no, no. We'll, we'll push pause. You'll tell me. <laughs> I'll still read it. Oh, but oh, you not, tell them. oh, not the spoiler, not the spoiler for this issue, like for the, where it's going. Yeah. No, you'll tell me. You just won't tell them. All right. Sure. Right? Yeah. I like those. I like when people do that. Like, oh, no, go. no. Yeah, I tell you, there's no one, everyone else. Something right? happens. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep reading. Still Matt Fraction? Oh, yeah. He, okay. goes, he does the whole run. Yeah. Then, ladies and gentlemen, and then, you're set. And David Asia comes back. Ah. So it's, yeah. Okay, it's... we're not going to ruin it for you? No. We, chances are we may do another episode on it because fucking we. The next arc, yeah, we could. We very much enjoy this. Yeah, we very well could. Um, I so give we're it a boomer bah. I give it a boom. Give it up. Boom. Boom. This is our, so we've been doing um, arc analysis for however long have we been doing this podcast. I think our first one was episode 13. That was Deadly Class. Our second one right. was Hawkeye. My life is a weapon. This is an arc analysis comic patrol first that we've returned to a series for the second arc. I wish we had music for this. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> whoosh, just whoosh the music. Okay, yeah, whoosh, whoosh. Um, Hawkeye Little Hits from the 2012 run with, of Matt Fraction and David Aja. A personal favorite of Coke, mind you. He loves the Matt Fraction. I love this series. version of Hawkeye, and it's easy to see why he loves it. Hawkeye is 
charming, annoying, oh, uh, the perfect. right man for the job, and equally the wrong man for the job. Yes. And when the artwork is done in the same frame, is perfect because it's pulling all the punches. It's a very like direct view, single shot, either getting the face or the reaction or what the the single shot of the setting is. Yep. So it it doesn't let your eye jump around to all this amazing artwork. You're focusing on the words and the words are always funny and always engaging. Now they didn't um, have Aja for all these issues in this one. Steve Lieber and Jesse Hamm are in it for a few issues as well. But we talked about that. I think that was a choice. I think that was for specific. Maybe they come, they, they come in for when it's different. a different POV character. So yeah. it takes you out of fractions view of, uh, Clint, which should be jarring because you're not back in this world. But once you go back to like, I think it's book two, it switches out. Once you go back to book three, you're, there's a sense of relief. You're like, ah, I remember what this looks like. This looks good. Yeah. 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 The one that he fills in for is the flood issue. So the, the, the one I love this series. Okay. We've already said that the one issue with this particular collection, the little hits is that it's a little all over the place. The first the first run from issue one to five that we read that we did way back, Ark Analysis number two, was a nice story of yeah, it was a come up. Yeah. This is this with, is with Kate. This is continued as well, but I think you said in text before we talked about this. Clint's kind of like a third dress. He, like he's kind of like the third man in this in this yes. run. It's he, a great intro to all the characters in his world. Right. Because it really intros Kate Bishop into his world. Uh gives us the amazing pizza dog issue at the end and it brings in other like characters as well so clint's kind of for this run he's he's in it for the issue six it was and he's in it for issue i think what was that nine or ten when he has all the ex-girlfriends come yes but for the most part he's just kind of feeling sorry great great issue yeah yeah it's great issue the ex the the work wife the (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife the girlfriend the friend girl Yeah, yeah the friend girl I was just gonna say, there's a level of self-loathing that we didn't even list too. Like, he knows he's an Avenger, but like doesn't get treated like an Avenger, and that's like a rain cloud that follows him constantly. Yeah. So, so he's always trying to punch above his weight class, mm-hmm. knowing that at any moment he can make a call, and be like, "Yo, Tony, help me," and then it doesn't happen. Like even the scene, like the first scene is him and Tony, and it's some of the funniest dialogue. Yeah, I was just gonna say the first issue in this collection. So it's issue six to eleven, and issue six is the most Hawkeye issue of the five issues in this <laughs> that makes sense. and that's yeah tony he invites tony over to help him unjumble <laughs> the unpack a bunch of like cables that are like <laughs> he's setting up his new apartment yeah and the conversation matt fraction wrote the invincible iron man run before this so he knows how both characters speak when they talk and it's just it, their their conversation is hilarious <laughs> Like lot. I can buy you a new one. It's like I have money. It's like where do you have money from? Wall Street? Do you actually have Wall Street money? It's like, no. <laughs> like there's there's a great trade off. He's like too bad you'd fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's just Tony being Tony, Clint being Clint. It's so well written. And like no no, it's not a superhero exchange. It's it, yeah, regular dude. It's Clint and Tony. Yeah yeah. It's not Iron Man and Hawkeye. He's like, if you keep talking, I'm just gonna cut. I'm just gonna cut this green wire. He's like, don't. Why would you do that? Don't cut. Why? Why are you cutting it? Just, <laughs> you know, so you know we can just take the time to unjumble it. He's like, no, no. I'll, I can I buy, buy you a whole, yeah, a whole new entertainment. He's like, no, 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 I got this. And then he just starts cutting all the wire. 
That's amazing. There's also the, there's also the art piece uh, in that issue where he's with like Wolverine and Spider Man, and he, they're fighting like looks like a video game. So so great. Yeah, I love that. So great. I love that panel. And then, like, they're talking. It's like water cooler talk. They're talking about um, dog cops. Yeah, dog cops. And, like, yeah, the, and this is the finale. It's like, don't ruin it for me. It covers his ears. So it's just like, and, that, that's, and that's like a returning. It's like a returning joke, joke through the whole yeah. run. <laughs> dog cops. And that, that's the only scene where he's actually Hawkeye. Like, he's suited up to go into action. Everything else, he's like, he's wearing his bullseye shirt or like a Hawkeye toque. But like, he's kind of Clint 24 7, which is awesome. And like, broken because he's, he's got like, cuts and scratches like he's, he's not a full man yeah, he's which lends up. to kind of yeah the the narrative of the the story of like he's he's not fully there even for the people that really need him in his life um and now going back the, to the sorry just going back to the artwork off who's the aja right yeah Great. i love that, it. i love his art the moments that he does the villain in the rose gallery and changes the negative space so like it's all of them are cloaked in darkness and blacks except for kingpin kingpin is all in white there's there's kind of a like dick tracy kind of rogue alley where all these guys look like prude face hammerhead and all yeah. that stuff but yeah. it 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 completely takes you out of how clint's life is living like this is the reverse side right the negative and it it's jar it's not even jarring it's just it's a great snapshot of he's got a as a reader you're seeing these two worlds right the the, the light the day and then the night which is all the villains and stuff yeah that one uh, jabroni that always says, bro, bro, oh, okay, yeah, bro. the tracksuit yeah, Draculas. Bro. Yeah, bro. The tracksuit Draculas, that's what he calls him, that Russian mob <laughs> or whatever. Bro, bro. Because now, now he's dealing with the fall. Because in, in the first run or the first arc, he, he buys up the building, right? So that the tracksuit Draculas can't have it because they they'll just tear it down because they want to tear it down and build malls or whatever. So he buys out the building so that they can't do that. But they're back with a vengeance, and they're trying to force him and the, and the, and the other tenants out. Right? Uh, things get a little dark when they hire the clown. Yeah, at the end, <laughs> little dark. <laughs> so that so this 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 run gets a little more serious than the first one, which is good. You can you can balance if you can balance out the drama with the comedy and the, the slice of life stuff. Then it's I mean that's that's just good writing, and they and they do it here. They yeah. There's some dark stuff because then it, it 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 caps off with the infamous, I should say infamous, the wonderful pizza dog issue. Yes, where pizza dog is a better detective than Batman. <laughs> he does sleuth out him and, him and Lucky. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They, they find Lucky. Like, Lucky sleuths out everything, right? So yeah, I mean, just sniffing around, sniffing around, and the way they have it, like connects. the thought bubbles of it. Yeah, it's it's brilliantly drawn because there's no words whatsoever but yeah. you're reading the panels on how a dog would interpret everything there's words but it's how a dog would hear a conversation it's a one it's a it's a phenomenal issue it's so so good. it's only like words that he so he understands his name he understands clint's name oh he solves a murder or he he discovers a body and yeah chains things together no, no it's good it's very he does good, some yeah. sleuthing i was going to say the tone changes once women are kind of introduced and you kind of see yes. the big hole in uh, Hawkeye's armor, which is ladies. Like he loves them, but he he does not know how to He's work not with them, with. work around them, love them, leave them. Even the comic book thing that made me laugh. Yeah, too, that was awesome. You read my comic books? I was like, yeah, man. So, but that was, a, was like, oh, okay, that was good. That was that's a nice note there, right? But and his and he's he's like you say, he's surrounded by women. There's Kate yeah. Bishop, who is not a romantic interest, but 
is his understudy. His understudy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna say prodigy. His understudy. And she's tough on him because he's yes. he needs he needs he needs a he needs like a strong presence in his life because he's such a mess. He needs a strong woman, which yeah, he does. Kind of yeah, showing by kind of his, his train record. And the other strong woman. The other three are uh, Black Widow, Mockingbird, and Spider Woman. So Natasha, uh, Bobby, and Natasha, Bobby, and Jessica. Jess. Jessica, yeah. And they all have varying degrees of patience and relationships with him. Correct. So it's kind of cool that he's he's got the new love interest from the first from the first run, the redhead right. that right. comes into his life, and she comes over, and they're all there. And like, and that's the, again, this? That's, she's she redhead's the catalyst for these yeah. three women because. They're all at, I guess, uh, headquarters or like Tony's like big house, whatever, the Adventures Tower. And Lady of the Red just bursts open and kisses Clint while they're all kind of in the foyer. And they're like, uh-huh. And they all have kind of their interpretations of Clint being Clint. But it's amazing. And him and Jess and then, are like newly broken up too. So it's, Fresh, yeah. yeah. You can so, see the wound. She's not so she's like, what? That. Penny, yeah. Penny, that, Penny was her name. But yeah, it's... it's Penny's Lady in Red. Yeah. Lady, lady in red thank you that's, that's wonderful so that's the problem with she, this that's the one i would say she's got some carmen san diego tendencies yeah she does. would you say that's yeah. a problem how, how like disjointed the story is i enjoyed like, it it's a great I've been read, in his but... situation yeah but coming off if i was coming off the first issue i'd be like whoa yeah but that 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 looks better on him understanding who clint is because after clint is a superhero this is what his life is without the mask and it's super messy like he understands what it is to be like tracked down by hydra go have to find madam mask get rescue rescue kate get the tape work for um cap talk to shield like all that, that, that stuff that, that cassette arc was the tape arc was amazing i love amazing that. but that's a world he completely understands and knows how to navigate that's why his relationship with widow is so cool because it's most of the times a business relationship they understand each other as peers his at-home life is a mess. Yeah. From the first issue, you get he's trying to untangle wires and cut and put them, right? Like he can't even get a friend over to like do the basics for him. So I love the fact that once the mask came off, it's completely disjointed. You can see how powerless he is in his like day-to-day life. And that's the shit he can't throw an arrow at. So yeah, he, like, like Penny even convinced him to rob a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Successfully. This guy's an Avenger, and he, this girl gets him to like convince him. Like he's just such a mess, but it's so much. He's so much fun to watch destroy himself. Yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's, he's lovable. He's lovable at the same time. He's he's destructive and he's um, sarcastic in it. Like he's he's. But then there's the level of self deprecating, which I love. Kate in this, right? Like there's a moment where he can't even hit a bullseye on target, and Kate's just like swap, swap, swap. Like what are you doing with your life, right? Like so. I, I love this arguably more than the first run, just because you see that Hawkeye is not a man pulled together. I don't think any of the Avengers are pulled together, but you often don't get to see that in yeah. this type of story. And with this one, you get to see it clear as day. Clear And Gil. And yes, who calls him Hawkeye. That, 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 <laughs> which is a great, they go like back in, to the rooftop. Like rooftop in MASH? Some of the greatest stuff. Yeah, yeah the rooftop. <laughs> like from MASH? No, no, yeah, but Hawkeye. Yeah, hot guy. Uh, hot guy. The hot guy. So the running joke keeps going. Again, I think we would probably find another way to keep on this run because there's obvious parallels to 
what we hope, what we've been watching, what is already out, depending on when we post this, I guess, right? The Hawkeye TV series. We're going to, yeah, we recorded this. We're going to post this quite a bit. Like we recorded this late September. We're going to probably post this closer to the show. Yeah. <laughs> when the when the Disney series comes out, because so. for people that haven't been listening, this was one of Coke's kind of dreams when we first talked about this. Like, oh my you, god, you you wanted to see this in a TV series? This is the perfect time. Yeah, I was like, if they make a Hawkeye series, and they said they would, I was like, they got to please do the Fraction Aja run, please, please, please. And then the logo came out. Yes, when they dropped the art, I saw the title. You, you, were, went, you were squealing. You're like, it's it's happening. It's like, yeah, man, we made now, that happen. By this point, we've seen the trailer, and the trailer is kind of a mix of. Because they have Ronan and Ronan in it and stuff like that, but the, they introduce Kate, and then the tone changes and it's Christmas time, just like in yes. this one. And he's got. And I, all I, I don't. I don't think the Ronan is going to be longer than a couple of episodes. I yeah. prefer it to be like its own series, but again, I, I, I understand them getting him out of his R-rated and back to a PG. Yeah, because he was on a bloodbath. It looks like it'll just be a way to um, bridge bring the two Kate, worlds, bring Kate into it. Because well. she's already goof, she's already like silly, right? Yeah. Oh, well, she's already been, she's already been a prodigy, right? Like, yeah. He finds her. This is the show we're talking about. What it looks like. He and she's already her. good at shooting arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a way to do that. Knocking arrows? No, be sh- archery. Archery. There we go. She's already. She's, she's already a skilled archery. archer. <laughs> Shooting arrows. Shooting arrows. One would say right. You shoot them. Do you shoot them? Do you loose? You loose arrows. That's what it is. You loose. Is it? Yeah. You knock them, and then you loose. Let loose. So you do know archery terms. Apparently, I think I. I What? One would say she might even have the greenest of arrows, with the target. I mean, I I wouldn't say that because that's. You think she's better than? Well, she's she's got to take over for him. So. But anyways, the the show has the right. Has you want to talk right, about Batman? <laughs> has the right vibe. Fuck. Ah oh, man, I was gonna say F Batman. We're trying really hard not to swear in these. <laughs> yeah, but we got like four months left to like squeeze in as many bat bat puns and jokes as we can. Um, when is the movie for that drop? I think March twenty twenty two. Okay. But Hawkeye comes it's out coming, in November. Yeah, this year. So again, we're excited. That's one of the reasons why we came back to Matt Fraction, why we came back to Aja. I will do Aja. it again. I will do it again. I think so. I think we're gonna have to do we're the good. third. We'll do the third arc because I want to know how does the pizza dog. It ends with pizza dog going west yeah, with his Kate, issue, right? Yeah, yeah, they go west. That's right. Yeah. It's so like, I don't know if that's a West Coast Avengers. I don't know if like they're splitting the, the, the who's talking to who now. So at the time in twenty twelve, this was issue eleven. So this is almost twenty. This is about twenty thirteen. So when they did that. They were just about to launch a new Young Avengers. I think that's part. Mm. Of, that's part of why they got her out because she was going to be part of that. Which but is cool because about what's going on in the current MCU. We think yeah. Young Avengers yeah. are coming. We've yeah. been saying that more than anybody else. Yeah, especially you. Especially you. You've been tooting that horn for a long time. We'll both take the the credit right. for that because right. I don't know how to monetize it. I don't know how to take more pennies from out of you until I can take more pennies out of you. So in the meantime, we both came up with this. <laughs> at least you're open about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I can gouge, I'll get gouged. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about Young Avengers because each of the properties have been setting up either young people or villains of the young people. So I know they're at least giving us what we believe to be Thunderbolts. And that seems to be in itself, its own or dark Avengers, its own mislead because I don't think we're ever going to get the same cohesive 
Avengers team that we got at Endgame. So I'm super excited if you can bring together a Young Avengers because those were fun comics, especially the way it started too, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well, the MCU's got a whole bunch of them. Like it's it's almost it's almost like the the eventual Thunderbolts slash Dark Avengers, what do you want to call it? Like that's coming in the MCU. Like that's right. they're they're clear as day that they're performing that. And the Young Avengers with the with the shows like like Hawkeye, like Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, um, the Riri Williams coming. Uh, all yeah. it's just there's just, there's there's a list. There's, clues, there's an episode there's and there's a list. Yeah. So we'll yeah. talk about it yeah. more. But again, remember this is a Disney company. So if you're surprised that there's all these, they want to go younger, tween and kind of young yeah. shows that are aimed at a specific target market. I mean, get them while they're cheap and still have gleam in their eyes, and then sign them for like ten year deals as they grow. Yep. That's what Disney does. No, it's it's. House and mouse, baby. There you go. <laughs> so, anyways, we rank these on a boom or ba basis. We don't give them ranking. Well, you don't give them num- numeric numeric rankings. We just say good or bad. Boom being good, ba being bad. It's a boom. boom. What can I say? It's a boom. Yeah, we we've come back to the same property. We've tied it into the TV series that's coming. We're projecting what the movie landscape is going to come from this property. And we talked about pizza dog. So how do you not boom this? Boom. Pizza dog. Pizza dog's an automatic boom. If there's if there's one thing you bring over from Fox, it's pizza dog. He's, and he's in the show. They showed the they showed <laughs> they showed the they showed the, the lab or the, whatever he is. Golden retriever. I think there's a golden retriever in this. So whatever, the retriever. Boom. Hawk guy. <laughs> Hawk guy. Hawk, hawk guy. No, yeah, Can't no, wait for hawk. that episode. We're doing we gotta do a hawk guy episode now. Feels awesome. Hawk hawk guy? Hawk guy. Yeah, no, but did you say you hawk eye or hawk? <laughs> like the way they the way he writes conversations is <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is an arc analysis. This is an arc analysis. This is arc analysis. Season two. Maybe we should we should say that with like uh, like an English accent. Was he English or was he Australian? He was English, right? He was English, yeah. Or British, whatever you want. He was is that a British. This is Autosat. <laughs> analysis. I gotta work on that. This is Autosat analysis. Yeah, say like, it with I, the British. I probably accent. sound like a. You know, I, let me hear your British accent saying. No, 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 analysis. I don't want to. Orc anal. I can't now. Analysis is a weird word. Orc. Orc. Analysis. Could be like arc. Arc analysis. I don't know. It depends if you're from upper or lower. Mm-hmm. Eastern or western. Mm-hmm. Yorkshire. I think Liverpool. You're from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this is LA Woman. We're back in Hawkeye. LA LA Woman. This is uh fraction. The art here has been changed a bit. So it's actually slightly. Yeah. It opens with um it actually opens with the with the annual, so the it's actually drawn by Polito and Hollingsworth, not so much Matt Fraction. I mean, not so much David Aja. Aja, and it opens with uh, she stole his dog. <laughs> yeah, she's got. Okay, so let, let's 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 call a spade a spade here. She just took Lucky like that, and that. I, don't I mean, that. Lucky needed a vacation. We're sure, we're sure Lucky and Clint will be reunited, but she definitely took his dog. Yeah, she just took him. And he's like, hey, you can't just take that. She says, no, nah, I'm good. She did. And she goes to the West Coast. I like his line, which I thought you'd appreciate. It's like, oh, yeah, because the West Coast really needs another, needs a Hawkeye. Yeah. 
There you go. It's true. Okay. West <laughs> Coast you? Avengers, baby. Yeah. West Coast Avengers. It's coming. I was like, oh, thanks, Mark, for that one. That was good. <laughs> it's good. I like the West Coast Avengers. Just for the fact that they're like, yo, we West Coast. Like, we can't fly over to the other side. Anyway. Now, if you remember back to um, one of the previous arcs we did with the cassette, I think that was the first arc with My Life as a Weapon, she ties up Madame Masks and steals her steals her mask and steals her outfit to pretend she's her at one of the uh, the parties, right? This is all about table, revenge. Yeah, yeah sure. this is all about revenge for her. So Madame Mask finds out that Kate Bishop is on her own and coming to the West where she is. So she can't help herself. I mean, Try she can't help herself. Stuff. She spent a lot of time just being like, nah, this, this shit's going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get some sweet, sweet revenge. And that's what basically this is. is Kate going out West. Madame Mask finds out. Wants to burn her. I don't know if you're selling it enough. Um, like, you don't even get that reveal until... Obviously, the end of this book, they show that Madame Mask is... Sorry, the first issue, they show that Madame Mask is a part of it. But it's like a slow kind of burn to find the connections and all the threads that actually tie them up together. And that, for me, was like, that was cool. Like, that was done well done writing. I actually wish that the annual wasn't first. I think the annual should have been last. But Fair it came enough. up first, and then it went... Because um, if they just started with issue 14... Because this, this one's a weird one. It goes... The collected edition goes uh, annual, the first annual, and then 14, 16, 18, 20, like that. Because this is the part of the book where Kate and Clint split up. So every other issue, so every issue he goes back, he being Matt Fraction, goes back and forth with the writing. So they Which is cool. The, it's a cool effect. It's very cool. And I remember I remember getting it weekly when it was coming out. And I was like, this is really cool because it, it changes up every month. But um, you're never mad with what you get. It's like, okay, it's going to be Clay, Kate or Clint. I don't, they're both fun. They're both fun reads. They're both very different because East Coast, West Coast. But yeah, I wish they had done. I kind of wish in reflection or in hindsight, sorry, that that had come last. Because I, I liked how not knowing that, oh, it, it was Madame Mask that was kind of after. Right. And like how they built up Kate because she kind of like shows up with a bike and a dog and just trying to get food and slowly yeah. starts to put together this plan of I'm going to be a private investigator. How hard yeah. could it be? Yeah, how can it, it be? turns out to be pretty hard, but. I like the connections with the uh, law enforcement and stuff. Like she's just giving the business to whatever that chief dude is, but he like slowly brings her along too. And like, she starts to get like a working relationship. Like people take her seriously as a private eye, despite how... the fact that she's not really a good private eye. No, she's not. And how great was that? Was their back and forth? Her and the it was, cop. It was really, it was like buddy cop stuff, right? It was really funny. It's like, he's like, can you just leave town? Like he's just so casually like forever. Just, yeah. When just leave town, when they finally arrest her and he's like, uh, after the questioning's over, he's like, all right, uh, go home. Make sure you let us know if you're going to leave the state. And then he, it dawns on him who he's talking to. And like you said, he's like, actually, just leave. Hey, could you please leave the state? Just please leave. And it's a lot of Kate um, thinking that she can trust her instincts doing it the stealth way on situations. And it doesn't work. And then she's just like, I'm just going to wear my purple leotard and go bang, bang, boom, boom th- th- with my arrows. Because like when she breaks into... Uh, with those two orderlies, and she's like breaking jaws, and like she's full out just a highlighter. Yeah, like she's not even trying to do co-op, like uh, covertly. She like breaks windows, causes much noise, and like fights her way to get where she's going. Yeah, you appreciate how brash she is for like any other comic book character who would you would think if you're ground level, a little bit more, be a little more stealth. But she's like, nah, it's gonna be me. 
It's funny that you say she's not even that great of a PI because she solves all her cases. Quote unquote she, cases. She falls into a lot of luck. And yeah, a lot I know, of yeah. people are working for her, which is amazing. Like she ends up with like banking, like ba- like she gets bankrolled yeah. and she gets like insider information from the dudes that are just around her life currently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Along with like room and board and she leaves lucky. in a fucking Corvette, right? Like she's very lucky. <laughs> the Smokey and the Bandit car, whatever that is, that's what she leaves it. She came in on a bike. Like she can get some hustler awards for real. She's very lucky, very lucky because yeah, the the um the couple she meets, the um what was her names? Finch and Margus. Right. Like you said, they they just like they just bankroll her because they she saved their wedding. This is, they, that's they, it. They're, using... they're indebted to her just because she did like a real solid. And they're like, really right, cool nice. They're really nice guys. They're super <laughs> nice dudes. Like they put her up. She, there's one like moment where she's like, um, just like having a phone conversation with them. She's like, "Yeah, things are good. How how do you want to loan me like two thousand dollars?" I was like, "What?" And, like she gets it. I was like, "Wait, hold on." A second. <laughs> like you get like bankrolled. Oh, because she saved their wedding. Yeah. I think there's an evolution of her like wearing bicycle shorts to like pants to like she's got like actually good clothes. Yeah. So there's like the the fun arc of her just building off of <laughs> her bankroll. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happens too. Which is which is it's hilarious to think about it. And you realize too that being with Clint in the past issues really kept her honest because when she's by herself, she's like a different this is very, very much more the Haley Steinfeld version where she's like She's just kind of a mess herself, right? Yes. Like when she's with Clint, it's like she grounds him, but when she's on her own, she's almost just as chaotic. It's like... Yeah, it's it's funny how certain people had to force her to be, or just in general, certain people force you to be an adult or a parent. No, but in your own life, you're like, man, I even figure out my own shit. So like, how I gotta fuck out your shit. Um, and not only does she have bankrolling from basically her her best friend roommates now, she gets intel from Harold H. Harold. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who she calls cat food guy. guy. Cat food guy. There cat it is. Food guy. <laughs> Lovingly cat food guy. Because they essentially have a meat, meat cute story over finding the right brand of cat food on an aisle. Yeah. In a, and in and it's done kind of like sweet and charming, but like his story super weird. Yes. And I don't want to give away his twist, but like really cool. I yeah. was not expecting that in as many different ways. No. But I love the line that kept stressing of like, uh, like I keep trying to leave LA, but I can't leave LA. Like I'm never leaving LA. Right, so So you leave anywhere. He's like, No, I can't I I can't leave LA. Yeah. I'm gonna be in and LA. Then you, then you realize how like you can't leave LA and how deeply connected he is to uh criminalism, like crim like It's like holy <laughs> this guy's deep in there. Because it's funny, the first case is missing orchids, which she finds. Right. The next case is a stolen song, which is kind of it was unique. It was different. Uh, it that was, was a cool was, issue, yeah. only because I I feel like there were some Beach Boy shoutouts, mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, when dude finally returns to the stage, he wants to give out a shout out to his favorite superhero, dressed in purple, and Kate thinks it's her, and he's like, "Incredible Hulk." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. And her friends was, like Finch and Mark is like, oh, I'm honey, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's like, I'm, right, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like, just yeah. like, like the front row watching the concert. <laughs> it's like shout outs to not the girl that saved me and put me on the right course. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, so she has like the missing, so like stolen music, right? Missing orchids, and then there's the cat food guy's uh, case, and it's like, oh, that's a that's a 
quite a jump. I mean, yes. but it, but it makes sense because they were building up to this. And not even a case, more of a blank, blank, right? That's another review I don't want to give. But you how... don't want to give it here, eh? We, we no, as, as much as Harold kind of shows up and is kind of a sage, he's just as equally blank, blank, blank. Like for me to finish that, I would ruin that for somebody. But that's why it was kind of a cool read because we're following Kate as her trying to put her life together and start this new job, and she kind of gets tied in real fast to like a serious case. Yes, yeah, that involves actual death and things like that. Well, do you remember when she like she's walking around the town with, like a GoPro on her head, like she's like she's searching for something. She can't figure out what her life is supposed to be. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah, she's in, she's even in when that. she gets beat up and stuff. Like the there's two panels of her doing her booking photo, and just the detail of just like she was in the firelight, she got busted up and everything. But like she's still kind of playful and like she's wearing those badges of honor because she knows partly because. That's the only way through, right? Like, she knows she's trying to be rough and rumble and, like, ready to go through, right? Like, she's not going to be covert. She's going to take her fights to whoever those goons are. But second, I feel like it's a badge of honor to the cops, right? Like, you can say you're a PI and you can do PI things, but, like, you have to go through the ringer at a certain point. She gets her hands dirty. (laughs) And she gets dirtied up. So if you don't want to talk about... You don't want to talk about... How many times? Yeah. You don't want to talk about Harold, Harold, Harold. Because the H in his middle name is Harold. That's Harold. That's a lot of the book. She does find out, though. I will say this: she does find out, which is interesting, and this has ties to the show. Is that her dad is f- helping fund Madame Mass's operation? Yes. And so he's like a a bad guy and in the show. He's a big player. Her mom is like that, right? Like she, right. you find out her mom is in, in, in within working with criminal organizations. So the same thing. So that was kind of that was a cool reveal. This book. This arc has a lot of reveals that you don't see coming, which right. is which is cool, which is fun. And it starts off very quirky, and it's quirky throughout. And but, that, uh, that lends itself to the artwork too, right? I know you're saying mm-hmm. artists changed, but the updated, it, like, it makes it kind of look like an Archie-type panel, where it's yeah. like a young adult type of book, because you're getting mature themes from her. So, like, she still looks like this girl next door, but... Like chaos and carnage is still happening throughout the pages, so like it's a pop color, it's a mature line, but it it reminds me of like a Archie, or like a Betty and Veronica type of feel because like she's still a teenager, right? She's living out that type of life. That's right. I I didn't, very I didn't cool. I didn't say the jump, but Annie Wu actually helps Matt Fraction write this, and Matt Hollingsworth is the um, color and art. So it gives so David Aja stays with the Clint story and then they get hollingsworth on this one but annie who also helps co-write you, the book so what'd you think of the bell boys <laughs> the, the, the one the beeman the ones that are like flaming yeah flaming <laughs> zombies or whatever <laughs> just like oh my god what do i do with flaming zombies <laughs> it brings the whole building down right <laughs> yeah she's that issue okay i want to talk about issue 20 specifically because okay. that was that was crazy. We don't have to get into all the stuff with Harold, but the way it was told all broken up. I appreciated that. I love that. I love yeah. when they do that, especially when it's told very cohesively for the three issues previous. And then also they go, ha ha. Right. And it's like, what's going on? It's like jumping timelines and like she's here, but she started here. But what happened was over here and this did this and then it's jump. And it, but it, but it was told in a way that wasn't confusing either. No. It's like, okay, this makes sense. Cause she's, because like you're saying, She's beat up in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. 
So you, the, the level of the amount of like bruising is kind of where it was in the timeline. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Again, this was like an almost near flawless book. I think the big reveal happening so early changes the whole dynamic because when you're following the cases, it's literally like she's riding a bike. Then she kind of gets a scooter. By the end of it, she's driving a car. Like you see her learning how to be a PI and how Harriet mm-hmm. could get. The fact that we find out who's been pulling the strings to get to that so early on just pulls the rug right from under you because we would have caught the reveal at the same time she caught the reveal and then yeah. all the extra webbing attached to that with her father being part of that system is like a missed opportunity, right? Especially if you're reading this, especially if you're coming out of an already great run, right? This is our third arc analysis on this Matt Fraction Hawkeye run. And the first two we were going nuts off of, and this is your spinoff. Yeah. Right, this is the fallout. What can happen in the West Coast? Really great read, though. Like, I think you could start here and still be. Yeah, it takes nothing set. away from the main title. It's yeah. like you don't miss Clint. It's like, oh no, Kate's basically just she's just spin off of him. She she acts just like him. Right? So you don't miss it. It's just a different setting. She's diff. She's different than Clint because she's not quite as dumb as Clint, but she's more like. But she still has this naivety to her. But she's, but she's like positive. Like she's brash. Yeah. Like or, in a lot of these situations, I feel like Clint would have gone covertly and then done something to be like, oh, well, I got to fight. And now. then messed up. Yeah. He wouldn't right. have had as many friends either. No. He would have had a hard <laughs> way to get like bankrolled yeah. and information. But he would have de- like he's he's done this job before, right? Like he knows how to do it. I think he would have had more pushback with the cops too because I think there would have been a whole like you actually know how to do your job. Like we can't watch you. Like you don't yeah. need us, kind of thing. So, and um, he's not quite as cute. So she'd come in and be cute, and the cop was just like, "Remember the one line he said? He's like, was that I want to want to smack you, and I want to spank you? And if that wasn't yes. abuse and sexual harassment, I would <laughs> I would have said it. Yes, and that's all coming from like this partnership that she's building with this this cop. But yeah. I, I, honest line where you shouldn't be honest, but yeah. it plays for laughs, and it's kind of honest and uh, like awesome the way. He, I had to read that back, and I was like, did he actually say spank? He's like, yeah, he did say spank. Yeah, did. Their back and forth is, like, really good. Um, yeah, it's, really, it's very witty. That's that's Fraction's writing, though. He's, he's so And her just, that. like, again, she's got this march to the beat of my own drum kind of thing, like, devil may care, to the point that, like, literally she gets fire started on her behalf, which is hilarious. But it's a, it's a really good read if you're just taking Kate away from the last situation that she's in and then she adopted a cat somehow she has a cat now yeah yeah she had a couple cats yeah um but this was like a nice little pit stop because she doesn't inevitably stay in la she's no she kind of she kind of levels up doesn't she yeah yeah she she squeezed the city for as much as she can get out of it yeah and and now she's out of there she levels up. i like the there's a there's a particular panel where she's doing where they're doing the bus tour that made me laugh. And he, you know, so, oh, look, everybody, it's Cher. <laughs> Zungle's house. It's like, the writing here, the writing, I love it. It's so snappy. It's so, it's so clever. It's, I love a lot, I love a lot of Fraction's work, and his voice really shines in, in the snappier, wittier um, characters like, like yes. Kate is. You were talking about the art, too. Yeah, so like it has the the Archie level pop colors, but they're not afraid to kind of reverse that and give you this weird negative space. Like it's dark, but it's like dark purples. Mm-hmm. So they'll do cool colors to like uh, reflect the warm colors and then specific issues. Like you'll see her apartment or like people in shadow. 
and it helps break up the page because it's it's a lot of words, which is fine, and you read through it, but it's it's kind of a bright book, right? Like there's not a lot of darkness or any like really bad no. things happening, and even the worst thing is kind of some of the prettiest art, like when when she literally gets um, the married couple's house caught on fire, like it's lit up, like they're all in the <laughs> foreground in silhouette, but it's beautiful oranges and reds. And that's the darkest theme you can kind of find in this book. Um, I, I really appreciated that. It kept reminding me of, like, a, again, Jughead, Betty Veronica, pop art. Because it makes her more charming, more cute to think yeah. that she's kind of in that world as opposed to making it serious or like a stronger crosshatch or line or definition in her face. Like, she, great expressions. Like, you see her cute little face, like... Uh, on profile or close-ups of her lips when she's on the phone and yeah. she's very like they they play up the expressions she's literally like doing everything that no two panels are the same when you see her face yeah yeah so yeah it's really, the art's really cool and it's, it's it's different but i appreciate that because she's a different she's different than clint so the and adventure that she goes on should be different should be different and it, and it works and it's not starkly different the art but it's different enough that it's got a per- more personality that fits her and I'm, at one point she's a she's a sushi girl and just that's right. naked with <laughs> leaves and sushi on her the way they fade into that panel too it's like yes i got a plan boom next, <laughs> next panel same same posture she's in but she's covered with and they keep the pulling it up right like it's the, the first panel is the close-up so we don't know what the full plan is and pulls back pulls back pulls back till you finally get her lying naked with leaves and sushi all over her being like, I'm not staying here. You flux better yeah. not <laughs> touch anything on me. Yeah, that's right. She gives them all shit. Yeah. <laughs> I could be your daughter's <laughs> friend. And she's like, she tries to make it less creepy than it, than it is. It's funny. You flux, as soon as I wipe the it? salmon roe from my nethers, I'll be getting on my costume and taking leave of you creeps. Yeah, you futz. And they say futz yeah, all she futz. You futz. F U T Z. Yeah. It was a good workaround, actually. Yeah, it's a great word. Starts with the F-U, but it just ends in a completely different way. Futz. Futz. Mother Futzer. You futz. So, we, do you have anything else to say? Do you have any favorite panels or anything? This is great, man. Get this, the, get this the is money. great. We left some things out. But in our analysis, we give it a boom for a good. We give it a ba for a bad. We like it or we didn't. That's how we rank it. Or a whoosh, or a we're confused. Or a whoosh. <laughs> that's what we don't we, know. What have we even used that yet? Except on like X-ray robots. Yeah, we have to. We have to find some more whooshes because those are fun books. Because they, those are fun books. Those are fun we books. We have just, no idea what's going. on. It's like no comment. <laughs> whoosh is no comment. Just. It's like just, you have to just, check it out, but don't check it out. Like you're going to waste yeah, exactly. your time, and yes. you need it. I wish we could have that for the so, super Soviet soldiers. Or super. Well, yeah, we can go back and re- we just read the next issue. We can turn that into. No, it's only one thing. We should, we it. can invent this. That we just go straight <laughs> Russia with it. We can go all right. That's what we want to do is talk about Russia right now. Um, <laughs> we can talk about it. We can talk about right. Bruno too. I'm all for it. I've talked about Bruno so many times. I've seen that. San Martella? Did you hear that? That's like the biggest Disney song now. It beat out uh, Lion King, Elton John. Yeah. Yep. Which I didn't know was the. How do they rate who's the what's the biggest? How many listens it has? Like I don't. Know. Um, or is it like money billboard made, generated? How much? How how long it's been stood on the charts? See, I, I don't Grammys know. Grammys have something to do with it because that guy cleaned up for Lion King. Oh, Lin Manuel, yeah. Oh, Elton John. See, that's the thing is like, not only was I like I'm not sure what's more impressive that it beat out 
that it's now that we don't talk about Bruno is now the number one song or that right. uh, what's that song Can You Feel the Love Tonight lasted for this long yeah since 94 that, <laughs> but Can You Feel the Love Tonight is a classic song yeah it's a song exactly like, yeah. it just happens to be used for Lion King that's right yeah more power to you but that's like you will was, remember Elton John for it wasn't written for that movie right um, I, I think it? he had like a few in his bag. I'm not sure if that was specifically oh, okay. for that. Okay. Or he's just like, let's just throw it in, right? And he's been making like he could have had a whole life of just how much money he's made off of that music and like the plays and all the stuff he's done with Lion King. But I guess we're doing a Lion King while. Okay. Anyways, anyways, I give this, I give this a, <laughs> I, I give this a boom. I give Elton John a whoosh. No, I'm just kidding. I give this a boom. <laughs> We want to do some Hawkeye music. I give this a boomerang because I want it to come back. We will. We're gonna. We only have one more arc in this, so we're gonna do it at some point. And then what are we gonna do? We've given so much love to the fraction. I know. We'll have to find. Uh, I, I'm gonna put it. We, we're gonna get, yeah, we're gonna do a fourth one, and then I'm just gonna make a whole episode of it. That's what we do. Because we love Hawkeye. You know, I wanted to say Egghead though. No. I Did you spit? I burped. But I tried to get away from the mic and just called it in. <laughs> Are you recording? This is Arcanalysis. <laughs> this is Arcanalysis. This is Arcanalysis. This is Arcanalysis. Not bad. Not bad at all, man. Not bad. So we finally did it. This is the first time in... Kong Patrol and Ark Analysis history that we've done an entire run <laughs> in just Ark Analysis. We fi- we finished, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard not to. This, this was a really a good, really good read. Hawkeye, Rio Bravo. It's the fourth volume from the um, Matt Fraction and David Aja. Aja run. Aja. Yeah. Aja. We, <laughs> we, we just we just we just couldn't stop reading, so we just kept doing it. I I mean, when it's good writing. So, yeah, it's amazing. And this one's a weird, the reading order for this one's a little weird. So it's, it's actually better. When I was reading single issues, it was kind of all over the place, back and forth. The reading it in the collective volumes um, is Makes better. more sense. Because this one goes from number 17 to number 12 and 13 to 15 to 19 to 21, then 22. So it's actually seven issues and they're all mixed up. But this number 17 is a Christmas issue. <laughs> so it just, it opens the book up. But it's Correct. like. Usually I don't like those kind of like special issues. I'm like, ah, oh, man, another one of these. But this one was relevant. Clint, yeah, Clint, Clint knows what to do. Right. It, it worked for it. Uh, well, the, it's, it's kind of like an analog about his life as he fits into the Avengers and such like that. So it was kind of, but with animals. Yeah. <laughs> You're just a regular dog. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it was, it was cute. It was all right. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's good. It makes point. sense. I know. I know you said it's disjointed and kind of you're following essentially two different stories. But with this final arc, real Bravo, they bring everything back together. That's so what I like, mean. Yeah, you appreciate it at the end because all the stuff that you thought they were just going to leave on the cutting room floor, which kind of happens with a few comics, um, they wrap themselves back in. But they introduced like n- new characters in this final run that yeah was not expecting at all. So like Barney, who's your who's your guy, Barney? Yeah, like the second best sharpshooter, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he just dropped everything. Taught Clint all that all that he knows. Well, based, not all that he knows, but yeah. Based on what? Like this is revisionist history. 
Well, so what happens is after this run, the next run starts written by Canada's very own Jeff Lemire. Uh-uh. And it, it focuses on their upbringing. Like when they started, they started in the circus, the Swordmaster taught them, and then they kind of grew up like that, right? That's fine. That's great that you know that. But arc analysis is about this arc. So if, right. I ha- if I have to give a drop off, even though it's funny, like their trade off is really good. Like the whole brother, brother sign language, like who's really handy capable. Like Barney's in a wheelchair, and Clint is dealing with like, deaf. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of cool, uh, I don't know if it's a literary device, but, like, the way that they actually weave in sign language throughout the kind of the first issue. Really cool stuff, man. And how, like, some of the thought bubbles are not really fleshed out words, because if you're looking at it through the perspective of Clint, he wouldn't be hearing what's happening. Like, I appreciate those touchstones. But yeah. Barney, Barney's brand new, so I don't know, like, I don't know who you are and wh- what level you're on, but, like, there's a, there's a kind of funny payoff. In the uh, well, final, final book. I like that they gave us the backstory for him before introduce. You know, usually they introduce somebody and they walk you back right to how they got there. No, they didn't. They didn't. He didn't do it this time. They just kind of they started with the backstory and then showed you how he got to where he was. Right. Right. I like. I actually preferred that when I wrote that down because I enjoyed it so much. Because I'm so sick of the whole here's this character and now we're gonna walk you back. No, just just give me just give get the me there. Right. right. Just get me there. But, like, essentially, Barney should have been in... Like, Barney lives in the apartment, no? Like, he lives... No, no. But, but like, his girlfriend's kids call him Uncle Barney. So he's a mainstay. I think they just met. Really? He works fast, yeah. then. All right, Barney he gets to do it. Him and Barney Simone, yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's what I got. I gathered. Him and Simone got real... Interracial love? Yeah. We support it. <laughs> we do. And I guess not everything's broken with him being in a wheelchair, so... That's right, yeah. yeah they left, and there was a couple of issues. The cliffhangers in these issues, hey? Imagine reading them one week at a time. I'd be like, what? But I'd, I'd be kind of pissed off. Like, who's Barney? Yeah. yeah. After coming yeah. off all the cool stuff with Kate, because the one, yeah. the ending on Kate's run was really good. Yeah, well, reading these like, single issues, they were interchanged, right? So it was like, well, you got one Clint issue, then you got one Kate issue, then you got one Clint. So you're actually waiting two months in between. Right. It was, it was brutal. Oh, so this has got... This is kind of a like a dick move, then, eh? What? Well, if we weren't reading this consecutively, that you would yeah, have to this wait. Is a month. That's what I'm saying. It, reading them as trades is better because it's more cohesive. Reading them as single issues, you kind of well, maybe it's not better, know. but I've I've done them as both, and I single issues probably wouldn't be bad if you didn't have to, the months to wait in between. But because you go back and forth, right? Would you rather go back and forth, or would you rather get one story than the other? Um. I didn't mind this way of the back I like and forth. This way, but yeah, yeah, because it was still Matt Fraction's voice. He still like I feel like he understood where the characters are inevitably going to end up. It's just the intro of a couple new characters. Although I didn't mind Gil's dad because that was a hilarious payoff. That was cool. yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> Barbie, Barbie yes. So and then, is, all right, go for it, please. No, I was gonna say it picks up from the issue where Kate leaves for the West Coast. I like that too. Like Barney was in the can the whole time. <laughs> That was a great. That was great. So I was like, the whole issue when Kate leaves with with Lucky, they call back to that and they showed that during that argument, Barney was taking a dump and he's just like, oh okay, you know. <laughs> I'm done. I so guess it would take a little longer if you're in a wheelchair to. Yeah, a little bit. Wipe your ass. Uh, grills. R.I.P. to Grills in this one. All right. R.I.P. to a few people. 
and yeah, and we get Kazi the clown. See, this was what he's so much more menacing in this one than he was in like the TV show, for example. I know we're not we're not comparing, but like the difference. I was excited to see this version of him. He's not he wasn't quite this guy, but he was he was intimidating. He was cool because he was just psycho. Once they learned that, oh, what was it? What did he write on the on the thing? Oh, interim superintendent and owner. <laughs> Oh, on the, the door of the apartment. The yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yep. Yeah. The ownership they run, they they find out that them being the tracksuit guys find out that uh, Clint doesn't actually own the building. Yes. he says he owns, <laughs> and it's the last building on the block <laughs> that the tracksuits want to buy. And like this guy doesn't even own it. I do appreciate We're, like that's the whole catalyst. For, yeah, that's the whole catalyst for the story. Like we want this building. We got to adventure in our way. Let's just go to the building and take it down. It's kind of like a Home Alone sort of situation. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's very yeah. Home Alone. That's right. Because he he gets he gathers up all the all the residents. Yeah, the tenants to be like, hey, like we can do this together. Yeah, and they do like a Home Alone thing together. It's really funny. Set up little booby traps, and like uh, I think we're bearing the lead too, right? Like Clint's having like this crisis of conscience too, of just like like he feels defeated, right? Like him being loss of hearing like he he's, his confidence is shot a little he's been beaten up he's bruised and now he's like i guess taking care of his brother that's why like it's hard for me to buy into this barney thing because this would have been kind of something going on throughout the entire run like even mm-hmm. if it was just a line of dialogue to be like oh where's my brother kind of thing right but i guess they play it up for the emotional connection and just the parallels of who they were when they were kids and where they are now mm-hmm. um but there's like just because I have followed this arc this whole time and then you pop up this one character at the end, it's like, is this a cheat code? Like, what are you trying to shoehorn in? Or like, do you really want me to invest in Barney for the next run? Yeah, and that's kind of what they were doing, right? Because I mean when 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 they they left this book alone, when this series ended, that's exactly they picked up from their origins. So you get more Barney later on, but not this version of Barney. You get the kid you get the kid version. You see how they came up, but uh, it it doesn't take long for kind they, of the real action to start. I don't think they needed them. Like I just loved the whole from the airport all the way to the uh, apartment complex because, like the Dracula, uh, what do they call them? Dracula, 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 Dracula. When they're looking at the the landing plane sign, they're like, "What's crocodile mean?" Right? Like the the symbol? <laughs> no, it's not crocodile. It's wolves, right? Like I was rolling at that, right? And it's that's such a good commentary on just like symbols and just depending on your culture we may see it as a plane landing but like these guys see it as a crocodile like what does a crocodile have to do with departures and arrivals right so i rolled on that and then them just assembling is like we got to go to this apartment building and take it down and the way that they aja like drew it like it's frantic pace like you don't get a full shot of all the tracksuit mafias you either get all the vans pulling up after you see the spotlights, you see like all the shoes of the Adidas and the tracksuits. Yeah, like, yeah. As they're assembling, you see them cocking guns, and then you just see them start to run up um, the staircase, right? Like so, all these cool shots as it's uh, intercut with the tenants of like they all have to do their like. I love that. Like I think it's like issue twenty one where like the action starts to like really start to oh, pan out. It's yeah. so good, and like it starts to descend, right? Like there's a certain point where the whole color palette changes into just blood reds and oranges and like silhouettes. And like, you see Clint have to go to a level that he hasn't gone in a long time. So like all of that shit was 
amazing. Those 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 last two issues, twenty one and twenty two, are crazy. Like you just burn through them so yes. fast because it's the action. Like you said, it's quick. There's a lot of stuff going on. Everything that's come before this is all coming to a head, and it's like, oh, it's the face off with with the clown and Hawkeye, and it's like. And a lot of parallels and callbacks, right? Like the, all the blam blams, and you see yeah. Clint jumping from one side of the room to another or from in a door. Like, this is how you introduced me to this run where you were sending me um, the paneling of uh, Hawkeye jumping out of his bed, and they, they showed a little uh, That's right. logo. The, the <laughs> yeah, right? So, like, to see all that come back full circle, beautiful, right? Like, we've invested this much time in kind of this run, so. This, it's nice. This one, it's nice to see how they tie it up. This one pulled at the heartstrings too a little bit, not just with Barney, but we're just with um, because the, the, there's the Barney fake out too, right? Where you he yep. gets shot and you're like, oh, oh shoot, they brought him it, in just to kill him off. But but the, not just that, but also the um the relationships that Clint has with like Kate's a real one. Yep. When she comes in and just gives him that talk in the in the in the diner, whatever. Like, yeah, well, f- from the phone call to or Kate, the car. Sorry, from the phone call to Kate, which we don't even know that he can hear, right? Like, I love that he keeps getting phone calls and stuff, and like just to, <laughs> to arbitrarily talk to people, not knowing if yeah. they're responding, or he'll leave a room and people are trying to have conversations with them, but he can't hear it. Like, I love all that stuff. Like, yeah. that's great. Um, but even the other death that I don't want to really reveal. Because that was good, too. And, like, we had followed that character through Kate's journey as well. Like, so that, for me, was bigger than Barney's. Yeah. Um, yeah but, again, here. I love the assembly. And then, like, kind of his wives all show up at the end, too. That was so the other like, thing that I was going to get to. After the Kate thing, he, he, you get the, you get all his, all his, uh, his lady friends back in the, in the fold. And him and, him and um, Jennifer kind of make up. Or Jessica, sorry, kind of make up. A bit uh, enough also... to enough to show his growth, right? Like yes, in the exactly, beginning of the story, yeah. they're all like, "We don't like you for this reason, this reason, this reason," and he has to like lean on Kate to be like, "Get me out of this situation. I don't want to handle it." And now, like, roles are reversed. Like, he kind of knows how to navigate. Like, these are loves, these are regrets, these are moments past. But like, I at least can respect them all and like know that we've gone through a fire together, and now we can kind of move forward. Who's who's he talking? Is he talking to Natasha or Jessica when he when he when he? They're kind of chat. They're kind of grilling him for not owning the building. He's like he's like I'm trying to do something right here. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah, I don't own it, but like if without like if I don't stand here, this building's gone. All he's definitely the superintendent. Like he's like yeah. he's he's managing everything in it. Um, well, I like I like that show of emotion, right? He's like he's like no, I care, man. I'm trying here. I know it's not quote unquote legal. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm trying here. Like, I'm trying to do the right thing. Like, And even Kate has, like, her own, like, moralistic compass, too, right? There's the whole scene with, like, I can't shoot an unarmed man. And so she throws dude the gun. And when he catches it, bang! Like, yeah, <laughs> sends an arrow straight through his hand. I was like, oh, like, that's such a good move, right? Yeah. Like, She's great, man. And then you get the, we get the return of Penny. We do get the return. The, the redhead from the beginning. And she's... The Carmen San Diego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's trouble, man. Man, Pussy gonna get him killed. Not this time. Not this time. Pussy gonna get Barney killed. That was a cool scene with. Uh, I like the the frame with Kate and Lucky coming up, like when they come back. They roll up. They they walk into the street and and what's her name? One of the one of the tenants is like passed out in her car because she just yeah, backed Amy. up with yeah Amy yeah yeah. 
he was gangster. She just pulls up, just like driving up to the track seats. Like, Amy, we got this. It's like, and we're bearing like late. Even Amy had a great, like, her whole Home Alone moment was to like just mowed out all of these tracksuit yeah. mafia yeah. dudes in their car. Yeah. Just drive through them and go as far as you can. She took out a whole bunch. <laughs> she took out a whole and I guess like these are equivalent of foot soldiers because they just keep coming. Like they're they're or putties. They're they're or putties, they're infinite. <laughs> but yeah, to your credit, um Kate's first paneling, it's it just says uh just like ten minutes ago, it's a black screen. And then you see the apartment through her aviator sunglasses in black and purple, and then it starts to pan out, pan out, pan out. And then you see her and Lucky in all their glory, and it's just like, yes. Yeah. And it's such a reverse, right? Normally it would be another Avenger or basically like a hero or a man walking in to save the day. But the fact that it's Kate after going through all of her kind of trials and tribulations, and now she's stronger and like she's battle scarred and tested. She's coming in in band-aids and still sore, and she gets to save the day. Like, I love that. Like, those are. Those are the touch tones that you know the writer really cares about the characters because it understands yeah. that Clint's always kind of been the fuck up. He needs these people. Yeah, he needs them all, and they and like he's this is the most this arc he's the most serious in this one that he's been in the whole book too. This is like there's some big he, stakes, right? He asks for help, which is not really a a Clint kind of uh, trope, right? He's more like I'll get it done. I'll just do it. No, it was great. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the art right now. I'm going through all the art because I love, I love this art. Like it's, and then and then Grill's dad pouring hot coals on the, <laughs> just dumping it over the edge, right? Like, and he's just chilling. Like it starts off with just the the same sort of uh, Gill rooftop scene. They just meet at the rooftop and like, hey, hot guy kind of thing. Like you thought it's just yeah. gonna be a funny little moment, and he's just like, you ready? And you just see the yeah. tracksuits pull up, and he just dumps. dumps. <laughs> Flaming hot coals all the way down and just burning them. Like it's it's so home alone. It's so great. Yeah. Um you were saying the artwork, there's special attention like detail played to like silhouettes and how they manage to work in like ultraviolet moments are usually uh in black and you have burst of color behind it. And I feel like it punctuates everything going on so much better. Also, they go back to I guess one of my favorite tropes from the beginning. Which was the whole, what's it, uh, airplane kind of instruction manual guide? Because mm-hmm. they're they're teaching you sign language in like that's the first it. couple of issues. There's a, there's a whole issue. Sorry, there's a whole issue that's just sign. Just language. sign language, which is amazing. I that was like, real. I I can't read it, but that's really cool. But towards the end, then they start showing you like these little hidden tricks, right? Like, uh, what's clown face's name again? It's clown Kazi. Um, they show he's got a gun in his sleeve. And they show the mechanics of how he would push it up and gets the drop yeah, on right, Clint. The, the, yes. Uh, the mechanical, like. The slider gun, right? Like, yeah, it's up his sleeve. Like, you can't see it. Really cool. Like, and, then it and then it fades into, like, this giant uh, sound bubble of blam. But you see the silhouettes of the characters and the violence happening. Like, it's it's so good. It's so I want to say it's like reserved, like it's it's. They're definitely pulling punches, right? Because you could easily just show me the bloody faces and kind of all the the gore, but the way that they kind of stylized it and made it more comfortable and like palatable that you could keep reading, like you're never slowing down to stop, right? Like you're always. I had to go back to like I wanted to look at the artwork, but because the story's so engaging, and it starts to ramp up by third and fourth one, you're just like flying through it. 
I, I mean, there's there's not a lot of bad things to say about this run. No, it's 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 actually hard to talk about because it's like it's so good. It's, it's like it's really good. It's like if you listen, just go just go read just go read this. It's read the whole run. It's twenty two yeah. issues, and you burn through to, it. Yeah, so easy. It's you can read this in no time. Like a twenty two issues is nothing. So that's like my one kind of miss for the run, right? Like they spend so much time giving you characters that you fall in love with because they're flawed and they're trying to work through their issues that they waited till the last kind of run to insert someone that's going to be pivotal for kind of the next set of issues, which is Marnie. And I'm like, uh, you could, I mean, I'm not writing it, but I feel if you really cared about Barney, you would have found a way to at least drop a line or a memory or something to let me know. This is a character that you're going to want to pay attention to at some point. Yeah, and it's it's too bad that honestly it's too bad the series ended when it did because it could have kept going, kept going because we would we, we would have got more Barney, more of everything, right? But apparently Fraction left because he had to like work commitments. Like it wasn't like Marvel canceled it. Like this was a this thing blew off the stand. Yeah, I remember this... in 2012 this was like the hidden gem of the f- bloody decade. Like it was like right. Yo, are you reading Fractions? Uh, Fraction, um, Fraction, Fraction uh, Hawkeye. Like if you're not reading it. And everyone's like, "What's well, Marvel?" Was like, "Yeah, but it's amazing." Yeah, because even the setup, like you talk about Barney being the, the setup for the next run, but for me, it was kind of the the faces of all the villains who are like, "Okay, now we're in the business of killing Avengers, right?" Because after Kate and Clint take down Tracksuit Mafias, they go back to like Kingpin's lair, and you get to see all the rogue galleries of all the villains that potentially come up. Like, there's. Negative Man, I think. Uh, Tombstone, uh, Swordsman, Owl. What's that Owl guy's name? Oh, Owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about yeah, the, the meeting of the bosses. Yeah. And it's just single frames, right? Like it's just snapshots of like all of these major players that, if you assume if this run kept going through, they would just have to keep encountering, encountering, encounter- and then Kinkman at the head of the table is like, "This is the Marvel Knight that I always wanted," right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you you know that they would just. You could just keep firing them out, right? Like, it's a shame. It's it's a shame this one. It's one of those ones that um, you wish kept going, but it's I guess it's better you, you end early than go on for too long. It's better that we got it, right? Like, yeah. I, I even appreciated the fact that the final issue, number 22, has credits in it. Like, sort of like TV credits, where, like, Kate and Clint just go back to, like, day one shit and just practicing their arrows. Yeah. And they, they start showing, kind of, or they write in who wrote the episodes and kind of who was drawing. I was like, this is exactly why I would pull this for TV shows because they literally gave you the blueprint on how to do it, right? So, see, and this is this is why I, this is why I was so pumped when they released the logo for the for like the, the live action show, mm-hmm. and it, it was kind of this, but not nearly like there was parts they borrowed, but it was very different too, right? Like. I would say give it time. I, there's because you didn't take everything from this, you can always come back and take more or develop yeah. it in specific ways. And sooner or later, they're gonna have to find a base, right? So if one of them ends up in an apartment building, or you know, we're gonna get a gill. Yeah, yeah we're, we're getting a gill. Love hey, hot guy. Hot guy. Hot guy. Hot guy. No, hot guy. Like mash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so usually we give. Not usually. Why did I say usually? Because we, we don't. <laughs> so like any, I'm gonna start again. So like, any, <laughs> I'll leave this in so you can hear how much of an 
idiot I am. Well, take this. So like always with Ark Analysis, we give this a rating of a boom, which is good, or a bah, which is bad, or sometimes a whoosh if it's just like... We have no idea what's going on. <laughs> we got to get out of here. X-ray robot this. And since this is the first time we finished a run, yeah. this, is, this is kind of a... And we gave cool them moment. all the same. Boom. Yeah, so I got to give this a bah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Barney gets the bah. Have we ever... We have disagreed on one or two before. What do you mean? In, in arc analysis? Of course. Yeah. Not everything's great. Typically, we've we... disagreed, though. We've, we've actually, like, I've given something to... Yes. But typically what has happened is uh, when we talk about it, we'll talk the other person into how the, the <laughs> other right. one is thinking. And we're like, oh, yeah, you're right. This was terrible. Basically, whoever's leaning more to one <laughs> way will end up pulling the other guy. So if I, if I didn't like it, but you really loved it, usually you'll pull me out of that side yeah. or... Or vice versa. I was like, this was terrible. Let me tell you all the ways this was terrible. This was not terrible. This was kind of a really fun getting to see beginning to end. Uh, we we actually got to see it hit the small screen, which I think this was one of the things that we used to say, like, how would you want to see this if you could? TV, movie, another medium? We kind of got this. Kind of. They 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 fit into the, to the MCU universe as best as they could, I think. I have to assume that Rio Bravo is talking about the movie Rio Bravo, Bravo with yeah. Dean Martin. I don't know if that's a Last Stand type movie. I don't I know. That's a... I, I didn't know that's where it was from. I do know Rio Bravo is a Dean Martin movie. Maybe I should have done definitely John a dad Wayne. movie. John Wayne. I said that. Yeah, Dean, Dean Martin's the dude. John Wayne's sheriff. Yeah, Rio 1959. A small town sheriff in the American West enlists the help of a disabled man, a drunk, and a young gunfighter in his efforts to hold in jail, the brother. Yeah, so there you go. Same sort of idea. So Matt Fraction's kind of a genius. Yeah. Whoosh. Don't you dare whoosh this. <laughs> this is great. I hope you all get a chance to uh, run through it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Why? My, my, my. Those are some talented young lads talking about wow. such amazing works. Works of wow. art. Works of art. Listen, we're not, what we're a not pod. amazing pod. So amazing that you should follow us at comic <laughs> underscore patrol at Twitter. You already said this at the beginning. Correct. And you got hit at the end. That's how marketing works, buddy. All right. Whatever. And send us an email at comic patrol pod at gmail.com. <laughs> you better be laughing at home, too, because this man's acting a fool. Um, we need those four fans. Um, Twitter's telling us we have to pay for their blue check now. We don't want to do that. So we'd rather you just be like... You see when Dave Chappelle brought him on stage, he, <laughs> he, got, booed. he got booed just nonstop. You can't introduce him as the world's most richest man. I'm not yeah. cheering for that. Am I going to see him? I don't watch the video. I just saw the headline. I was like, oof. You, you know, you know why everyone boos Elon Musk? Because nobody cares. <laughs>